Not only do I have the pleasure of thanking our Patreon backers for supporting us, I also have the distinct pleasure of letting you guys know what we are going to be doing after Dark Souls 2. We meant to mention it during the episode, and we didn't, but we wanted to give everybody some space to get out ahead of us, so I'm letting you know now. Um, our in-between-a-season is going to uh, focus on kind of followers and the influenced as opposed to influences so much. So uh, as many people predicted, we are going to be covering Lords of the Fallen as kind of the big chunky bit in uh, three parts. But before that, we're going to be talking about 3dgame.heroes, which is from software uh, doing their take on Zelda, which I think is a clear kind of inspiration. Old Zelda, old inscrutable Zelda, a clear inspiration on the Souls games. And then uh, doing Shovel Knight which is a game that is influenced by Dark Souls. And we're both really excited. Um, so if you have comments about any of those games, hit us up at duckfeed.tv forward slash contact and have a wonderful uh, winter season, regardless of how you celebrate. Uh, we don't care as long as you are safe. Some of our landings were desperate adventures. We are now prepared to meet the inevitable counterattacks with power and with confidence. This land is barren, cursed by the old chaos. It gave birth to atrocities, and the people fled in fear. Until our lord, the Ivory King, came. My name is Gary Butterfield. My name is Cole Ross. And I'm Alex Briggs. And you're listening to Bonfireside Chat. It is a cursed favorite. And this week we are rounding out the Lost Crowns trilogy by talking about the Crown of the Ivory King DLC. And as you heard, we're joined by Alex Briggs of the There You Are podcast. Hi, Alex. Hey, how's it going? It's going great. Happy to have you. And happy to be here, sir. Yeah. Let's let's all we're all happy. Let's all <laughs> get on the same page as far as let's synchronize our, our joyometers. <laughs> Uh, yeah uh, we're, we're very happy to have alex alex do you want to um say a little bit about uh just about uh who you are where you know where you are on the internet and then just kind of uh talk about talk about what what brought you to this what brought you to souls and the like sure well uh as cole mentioned um co-host of the there you are podcast uh we've had a little bit of pod fade since i moved to europe uh i did not used to live in europe as you can tell i'm very much an american person um, I could drift into Canadian. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but, but, uh, we're working on a new project right now. Uh, I actually am relatively recent to the souls of Um, I downloaded the first dark souls when it was given away as a games for gold game hmm. on, uh, on Xbox live and kind of found your show and listened to it as I played through. Which was a really nice, um, a nice like uh, companion for the for discovering this incredibly dense thing mm -hmm. that I had no hope of understanding. Mm -hmm. uh, and then like I was just like, oh, this is this is the best. I was completely like hooked and sunk in, and just now other video games seem crappier <laughs> in comparison. But yeah, yeah. so I, I uh, don't do a lot of like posting or, or community like engagement. I suppose, but I read all the other stuff people do because I wouldn't understand it otherwise. Our um, our our friend Bob says that playing Dark Souls is like getting the glasses from They Live. 
And like that, that's 100% true. Like, it's like, oh, okay, games are garbage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're just like so much better ways, you know, so many better ways you can do this. The dragon scales yeah. fall from your eyes. Yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah. Your eyes have um, dragon scales on them. Yours don't. No. <laughs> yeah. Is this one of those trans kind of trans European <laughs> things, like transatlantic differences? Yeah, it's, it's like how in England they call it an elevator a lift. Yeah, we call you know. eyes dragon scales. <laughs> so metal. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, yeah, we're uh, we're super happy to have you. Thanks. And uh, I'm happy to have you for this uh, this DLC because it is uh, I'm I'm real into it. And uh, yeah, have you yeah have you uh, have you gone through all of the the DLCs? I have um, up to this point. All right, uh, I have indeed. I don't know if I would say this one's my favorite, but I really liked it. Yeah, it's it, it's super good. Like there there are drawbacks to it as well, but like it is I I like it a lot. And it could just be because it's so fresh. Yeah. Um, speaking of other DLCs, um, what <laughs> did we do last time, Cole? Well, last time we did the uh, Crown of the Old Iron King, taking down uh, Broom Tower and the Fume Knight, and cleaning up a couple of loose ends with, uh, you know, Alon himself, and uh, um, reprising my least favorite boss from the main game with uh, the Smelter <laughs> Demon, I think. Um, yeah, and now we're kind of turning our eyes to this last crown. We have this frozen flower in our inventory that says something about the Shrine of Winter, which is that one little place, probably the record holder for the smallest area, the smallest named area in any Souls game. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It previously held by Valley of the Drakes, <laughs> and it's a, the 2014 champion. <laughs> like, I remember when I first walked into Shrine of Winter, I was like, oh, yeah, like the Shrine of Winter. This yes. is going to be fantastic. And then you just kind of walk through it. It's literally like the Pagoda of Winter. You're, ex you're expecting a Dio song of an yeah. area. Yeah, and instead I got like a, a Dio jingle, <laughs> like, like a winter in the dark. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hanging out winter at Speedway. <laughs> Bloodborne's just gonna have a named elevator. Yeah, that would be hilarious. <laughs> like I would, I would be like you know, like the 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 lift of of despair, yeah. and then when you get off, it just you know becomes like the the Alchemist Cove or whatever the the kind of stuff <laughs> yeah. we're gonna run into in in Bloodborne. That would be very funny. <laughs> um this uh so the uh the ivory king area so what we know about the ivory king he's one of the most powerful knights in ferosa and uh, he discovered this horrible flame that consumed everything in its path and built a castle on top of it to protect his kingdom and to kind of i get the impression to protect the rest of the world mm -hmm. um this this uh, flame was the old chaos and the city formed around him and a fragment of manis again uh alsana this time uh came to him and became his bride Yes, Alsana being, of course, the fear of humanity, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, or not not the fear of humanity, like I'm afraid of Americans' fear of humanity, yeah, but like yes. humanity's fear. Yes, yes, humanity's fear. <laughs> there we go. Um, very, very pro marriage. These <laughs> these DLCs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it, it is it is the foundation for a uh, for for a healthy family. Um, <laughs> no, I don't believe that. But um, when. Uh, when what's his name the ivory king who was unnamed uh since that his uh soul's power was fading he uh sought to have one last hurrah and plunged into the heart of chaos kind of leaving his uh kingdom and this whole uh machine to protect alsana um uh, you know behind to alsana herself and this kind of act of selflessness and generosity uh kind of uh, converted her mm -hmm. right from yeah. you know being a, a schemer like she would you know, want to be as a daughter of chaos or as a piece of chaos or sorry of the, of the abyss. And uh, now she kind of stays behind um, 
sealing in this old chaos herself. Yeah, there, there's um, I don't there's some of it. I mean, we'll talk about it. Some of the timeline stuff, I'm not totally sure about, mm-hmm. like whether she was always, um, because he valued her immensely before he she even made this, you know, the sacrifice, mm-hmm. or before he made the sacrifice. So I don't know if it is like, is there something that explicitly says that like this is the turning point for her, or is that just a, a supposition you made? Uh, that is something that is alluded to in the text of some item descriptions. But, okay. the, but the but the idea is whether whether or not this was a turning point, she saw what kind of like what a beneficent leader he was, what a benevolent leader he was, and uh, this kind of led her to believe that she would want to be on his side as opposed to working to undermine him. Right on, yeah. yeah there are other inside manas. The uh, and the interesting thing is like when they to you get the impression that the city was kind of in the middle of this you know icy hellscape, and they actually opened the gates in order to freeze the kingdom over and seal in the chaos. Yeah. Like it's kind of this like nice little uh, touch to like New Londo, mm-hmm. you know, like, hey, let's let's flood this area with nature in order to keep this bad thing yeah. down where it belongs. Like I almost what, got. Go ahead. I was, I was just going to say, what is the logic of building your house over all this evil? Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> the ancient New Mill burial ground. You, it just kind of yeah, happened. This is ex- yeah. that's exactly it. You've just yeah. created pet cemetery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think that he did it. I think that, that was kind of the idea. Was like he was trying to keep keep this thing down. It'd be like if you were like you decided to build your house on top of pet cemetery and just dedicated your whole life to like whack a moling little <laughs> tiny desiccated church. Mm-hmm. You know, every time you try to pop work a set very out. well, you know, because <laughs> those things come back. What I, what I love is the is the idea that uh, he built this here to kind of seal it over and to maintain a watchful eye. But he was such a good leader that this kingdom sprung up around him. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Right? Yeah. Like that, like I get the sense that that was definitely the timeline. Yeah. Yeah. People just kind of followed him um, there because he is this is like, is this the only unquestionably good person? I think, in, uh, I think so. In like Dark Souls history, he's he's presented <laughs> that way, and there, there's some stuff with the bonus area uh, that makes me question uh, both the the existence of a just and loving God, but also his his uh, benevolence. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. but uh, but it, yeah, I guess maybe if you're grading on a curve, I'm, I'm thinking of because we we just came from like the old Iron King, who yeah. is just like I'm a shithead. Yeah, um, you know that, that guy is just a total monster. So like this guy just seems like he's he's on top of things, even though he does. Uh, send gender coffins down into the icy abyss yeah to die um <laughs> yeah um well <laughs> something that i love about this i get the sense that it's like an endothermic reaction that's causing the uh, the area around this to freeze like oh it's that's sucking... interesting like it pulls all the heat the chaos pulls the heat so everything else is cold yeah like that that that's the sense that i get and like when they when they throw open the gates it's a way to like cause that to pull inward and freeze stuff over so that it's sealed mm. yeah, yeah. That's yeah, that cool. makes sense. Yeah, that, that's cool. That that makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah. So, like, when you first get here, you know, you you crawl through the uh, the shrine of winter as per usual, and uh, this has like the the cool, you know, the se- second two DLCs have had this like great record of, of first impressions mm-hmm. for me, like where you're just kind of like struck by a big beautiful expanse, and yeah. I have a I have a, a, a illogical weakness for icy environments. <laughs> like I, I just think this like looks aesthetically awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, looks, looks aesthetically just to make sure you don't think I, I'm saying it looks, uh, you know, auditorially awesome. <laughs> you know, I, I just, I love the aesthetic. Intellectually of it. awesome. Yeah. It, yeah, it just looks, it looks. Uh, yeah, it looks awesome and intellectually. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think this looks great. Like, uh, yeah. it just, uh, you know, I, I thought it was real badass. I'm like, Oh, I want to go through this castle, like exploring castles. Like immediately this hit a lot of right notes for me. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you're, you're in this snowy expanse. And one of the first, uh, soapstone messages I ran into said, try rolling. 
And I was like, okay. And I did it. And then your guy gets up totally head to toe covered in snow. Yep. And it's awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you just look really cool. Do we know if yeah. that has any uh, an effect on the durability of your equipment? I don't think it does. I, yeah, I think it's just cosmetic. Okay. I just I found my items breaking more here than they have in other places, and the area didn't feel as long or you know like any uh, appreciably longer than other than other locations. So that just seemed weird to me. I the enemies could just do it too. Oh yeah, like the enemies could just have uh, you know do more kind of equipment damage. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I don't. I don't. I've never read anything that the the snow affects it. Mm-hmm. Your durability, but it's possible. Yeah, I, it would be nice if it made you a little bit slower or something. Yeah, because yeah. it's not super easy to walk through snow. No, no, or roll through it. <laughs> as it were. And and when I went through here, I, I had to go through with my like new game plus hexcaster who's wearing the lion mage set. So like she was real skimpy, you know, real skimpy outfit, and I felt real bad for her, just like getting covered in snow all over like her bare legs and and bare abdomen. But, yeah, unfortunate. Yeah. Um, uh, the other thing I like about this view is that it looks kind of like uh, the outside of Anne Orlando from the Berg or Sens, right? Mm-hmm. Just the idea of this yeah. walled city atop a, atop a mountain. Yeah. Yeah. Even though like I don't feel like this is necessarily like there's, there's that whole like we were joking about it off mic, but there's like the Dark Souls lore on the Dark Souls 2 lore on the Internet thing where it's like everything is Anne Orlando. And like <laughs> I read tons of stuff that's like, no, this is definitely Anne Orlando. It's like, ah, you know, eh. uh, you know, it, it's a big it's a it's a gigantic castle city designed by the same people. Yep. Yeah. You know, as Anne Orlando. Like, it's going to be fair too, like this. This location looks the most like an old tiny walled city mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. any other place. Like it looks like it's like, Oh, that's, this is a castle and there's a city around it and they built yeah. this wall to keep, you know, whatever out. It looks like an actual thing you would see. Yeah. It would be equally fair, at least from certain vantage points to call this, you know, Oh, it's Boletaria, right? right. Like there are just a ton of design touchstones that, yeah. you know, if they, if they did it intentionally, it is firmly tongue in cheek. Yeah, like, and the, and you run into that with an item that we find later. That's like a direct, like, hey guys, remember Demon Souls? And uh, <laughs> you know, and if you want to become an internet conspiracy theorist, you could say, oh, this is definitely Boletaria. It's, it all ties together. Oh my god, the the dragon scales have fallen from my eyes. But like, the <laughs> uh, yeah, I I don't. I think it's just from being cute. Yeah. Um, I like that this uh, this DLC has an NPC in it that's not explicitly hostile. Which kind of happens like the first in the last one we had uh, the, the daughter of Manus talk to us. But this time uh, she's legible mm-hmm. and uh, it's Alsama. So as soon as you're kind of heading up, you hear this like this voice that says, turn back the old chaos hunger still. And uh, just keeps kind of warning you. Yep. And then that and terrified me. Yeah. <laughs> it's so I was, foreboding. Like, I was like, I can't turn back. This is a video game. Yeah. <laughs> but I really want to. Yeah. There's a stop sign at the beginning of <laughs> um, it's like spec ops uh, also terrifying is what she does like she cracks the front gates and these all i can call them is blood vessels of ice just, just spring out like snakes yeah, yeah. is that I, you I was... they were like blood vessels <laughs> i mean the... no not to not to spoil anything but mm-hmm. when i saw that i was like oh that's that's definitely the what's it called the bed of chaos like mm-hmm. that looks like the branches on the bed of chaos yeah and and well and they're 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 doing that on purpose. Like they they show course, that yeah. visual image and then they say the old chaos and mm-hmm. it's supposed to hit this like real like oh well yeah okay. and uh, that pays off in a big way, mm-hmm. um, which is awesome. I I thought for sure that that ice was just going to keep going and insta kill me. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is I'm just right next to this bonfire. It's just going to kill me right here. Well, it's fuck you, Dark Souls. It's composed just like the uh, the dragon attack in Aldeas. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, luckily, luckily you don't die. Um, and the uh, you know you you kind of head in through this gigantic gate here, and uh, I was lucky that I did not go left, <laughs> which like a lot of people do, I guess. And I just didn't even see that. Oh, like my first time through, like I just went right because you have to choose left or right, and decided to go right, and then just didn't even have this encounter the first time through. Yeah, that you can have. Well, I saw this gigantic cathedral in the distance, and I was like, oh, that seems like a goal to me. So that, <laughs> yeah. that's why I went that way. Yeah. Did you uh, did you end up facing uh, Invisible uh, Ava, Alex? Uh, I did, but it was a long time after this. Like, mm. whenever whenever there's a branching path and I take one, the, the, the path not taken sits in the back of my brain saying, but what if there's something awesome down there? <laughs> and, and so, like... I explored for, you know, like an hour or something, like just wandering around and fighting and dying and stuff. And then I was like, I think it's time. And then walked in and I was like, oh, this is definitely a boss area. And I am not ready to do that. And got the, uh, killed immediately. I watched, uh, I started watching uh, speedruns after I finished this and watched the all bosses one. And they definitely uh, fight Ava now. Like you fight Ava right away, which is really, really impressive. Um, yeah, so we're going to talk about Ava more later, but if you go to the left, um, you get racked by uh, this kind of invisible snarling thing, <laughs> yeah. and you get warned off it. Um, Al- Alsana tells you, like, you know, watch out for uh, for Ava. <laughs> yep. And, uh, and you should. You guys have a podcast called Watch Out for Ava, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's our sequel. <laughs> it's very specific. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's, it's like that, that Worst Idea in the World podcast where people are just watching Grown Ups 2. Like every week, we're just going to fight Ava once a week and then try to come up with something new to talk about it for, for a year. Wow. I wasn't on, on this was week, we're, we're talking about the one fifth of the overhead sorcery attack. The third. Okay. The, the, the fourth statue down on the right. I, yeah. was dis- I was disappointed compared to the third statue down. I know. I kept thinking they were going to change it up, but then yeah. bam, fourth statue. Yeah, no. And don't yeah. even get me started on the fifth one. Like, it's yeah. almost like there's no world code. Oh, whoa, whoa, at hey, all. that's next week. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, no spoilers for if you haven't walked that far. <laughs> you, you just put, you know, pause the game. Well, you can't, but the, you know, pause the game after every statue to catch up with the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, so I thought this was real cool, and it's also a good a uh, it's a good callback to the Priscilla fight, right? I thought that if yeah. I I thought that if I landed one hit, this thing would come alive, whatever it was. But uh, yeah, you know, it would would come visible. Obviously, he's alive, and I'm not because yeah. I was picked up and chowed <laughs> down on. He he is very difficult to fight invisibly, and there is some kind of that like tracking, like he you know adds some dust and scuff and everything mm-hmm. that you can kind of track him. But his movement set is not made for it, right? So, uh, yeah, you're definitely meant to come back later, which it's nice that you have an option so you can head to the right instead. Yeah. And you head to the right and you get to these walls with uh, some really cool looking hollow enemies. Yeah. Yeah. So the uh, so you start running these enemies. There's these uh, these spell swords, which are these kind of ice ice men who uh, have a you know just a general ice melee attack, but then can also uh, shoot ice beams out of their swords. And some of them are covered in ice crystals. They're kind of more uh, corrupted by the by the cold than others. Yeah, like uh, the Duke's guards, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lot like that. Or those turtles that spit poison. In yes. The other DLC. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. 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 Except for not really. I mean, they, yeah. they have swords and they jump around and stuff. It's a different thing, and I'm sorry for bringing it up. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, it's like that in that they're both enemies in Dark Souls. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. the. Uh, 
<laughs> well, the, the, these are fun because they're kind of dangerous from any distance, at least moderately so, especially once they start giving them uh, different configurations, like within a room. They, they, mm. they, these are very designed encounters, and the fact that they can kind of cover each other as they close in the distance makes it, uh, you know, kind of a difficult proposition to plan some of these fights out. Yeah, and th this this uh, follows the the arc of the last one, where there are kind of a series of challenge rooms. Um, kind of specifically, there's like like a two corridors that are like very much like, oh, this is a challenge corridor mm -hmm. to go through. Like this is a very high concentrated area of difficulty um, where they really put that effect where they kind of the different types can kind of cover each other. Did either of you guys get uh, front stabbed by any of these things where they do their kind of special attack? Uh, I did not. No. But that's because as soon as I see one, I'm just like, I better bow and arrow the fuck out of this thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's close to me. <laughs> the well maybe I'm thinking it might be the Lance guys where like, but they they lift you up and then ice shoots out of you, like the tip oh. of their, their blade like you, explodes ice out of you. you. You definitely are thinking of the frost golems. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. And I that definitely did happen to me, so I don't okay. know what I was talking about. <laughs> okay. I yeah, like I, I, a count like when somebody counters you. Oh no! I just—I so, was just yeah. saying front stabs because I—I I think it's funny. Yeah. The uh, and and they do it to your front, the, <laughs> and it is That's a stab. True. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm thinking of that later. So yeah. never mind. It's a little a little difficult to talk about the kind of the geography of this area because you're dipping into and out of the walls. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like with, with with such frequency, it is like one one of demon souls in that you are you're very much on the ramparts for most of yeah. us. And like all the DLCs, we're not going to necessarily go step by step just because we're, you know, we're going to hit highlights because that, that makes the most sense. Yeah. It's also so, a huge, huge area. <laughs> yeah, it is really, really big. And yeah. you go through it twice. Did you guys, yeah. uh, did you guys ever accidentally um, aggro a retainer? Um, no. When I, when I first saw, yeah, so that's a, that's a good point. Uh, so there are these, these ladies kind of like kneeling down in the snow uh, wearing kind of a white cloak. And blending in the background who are not aggressive and you don't lock on to them. Mm -hmm. And uh, I spent a long time trying to get them to do something, like trying to talk to them, everything. And eventually I tried to attack one because because you can. And I ended up killing her before she actually aggroed. Mm. Yeah, me too. Yeah. They're very uh, similar to the Hade Knights in that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Except they take longer to aggro and they're, they're squishier. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, they, these, these things come back in a big, bad way. Um, yeah. So you head back, and as you're kind of heading through this area, you see a lot of kind of uh, side paths that have these big blocks of ice kind of blocking them, um, like ice and boulders and stuff. And at this point, like, I didn't quite know that I was going to unfreeze things mm -hmm. and come back. I was just like, oh, I'm just going to get to the other side of that and just thought it was geography. But it's actually a little bit more interesting than that. Yeah, I thought I was going to get an item that. Uh, yeah. That yeah, I, I did too. Yeah. Also, like, it looks, it seems like. Oh, this is just a wall. They've just chosen to make a wall look like an ice boulder yeah. in this case. And I'm going to go around it from another side or something. Yeah, because I mean, that, cause that's, that happens all the time in Dark Souls. Like, there's just a pile yeah. of rubble that, like, I could easily climb over. But they're just <laughs> happening, you know, it just has the skin of, of that. And it's actually just a impenetrable wall. Not just Dark yeah. Souls, video games. Yeah, 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 just, yeah, that's games. Yeah. Also, real life, I cannot step over any rocks. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, no, I can't, I can't lift my knees above my waist <laughs> for the life of me. It's actually a serious problem, guys. <laughs> How do you go upstairs? A regular old McCain leg. I I, I just I just lift myself by my hands. I crawl up up them like I'm. You're you're a human marionette. Yep. I Jacob's ladder my way up the stairs <laughs> in both senses of the word. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the uh, 
<laughs> this uh, this first area with the fountain, I think, is one of the first kind of challenge zones oh, yeah. here because they're using that cover really effectively yeah, here um, with the uh, the guys that, you know, because everyone can kind of shoot. There's like a caster, like a, the one who's more covered with ice, who's more kind of leans more heavily on the ice bullets. And you have to like the only way I was able to get through this, like if I kind of dove in, I kept getting torn apart, but I would just lure people back. Mm-hmm. Like I was go- going straight up like first time through Dark Souls 1, like I need to pull enemies strats on this and that was kind of how i got through this area yeah they have a very short follow distance in this dlc it feels like yeah Yeah. you can just go right back into that hallway and they back off yeah Yeah. so super short leashes Mm -hmm. yeah and uh this is you know i'm not going to spoil this but uh this encounter definitely changes later on yeah and so that's one of the cool things about the design of this level is that both iterations of it that you play are um challenging in different ways right yeah well it's more like it gets like i don't think it ever gets less challenging right i think it just kind of ups like hey you made it through this area now here it is with uh, some additional enemies which is like classic game design stuff like Mm -hmm. you know you've dealt with goombas now deal with goombas and turtles um but it is uh, these turtles have wings now yeah (laughs) (laughs) these these squids are flying um (laughs) but it it is is significantly harder Mm -hmm. you know so Mm -hmm. which is which pretty great pretty cool also, for some reason, I love me a frozen fountain, like yeah. as a centerpiece for this area. It's like, oh, that's pretty cool. That yeah, is if cool. I was ever like a billionaire, like I would just have a frozen fountain. Yeah, like just like internally cooled and just have like this kind of like overflowing fountain that time forgot, <laughs> frozen solid. Just maintain that way through wasted money. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you got to waste your money somehow. Yeah, yeah. no, this is any other ideas. So this is a Brewster's Million scenario. <laughs> so. Have you considered helping the poor? <laughs> I, I, I'm not going to say I didn't consider it. <laughs> Gary, here's here's a question for you. Does the Brewster's Million reference get you anywhere in day-to-day life? <laughs> Do you like, does it open up any secret clubs? Or? <laughs> no, I mean, he's no. knee-deep in trim, so. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll, I'll let Brewster run off me if that's what he's <laughs> talking about. <laughs> I, because because I, I, will drop a, I will drop a BM. <laughs> <laughs> as we as we call it in the biz i'll drop a brewster's millions <laughs> reference and just crickets nothing nothing lands yeah i think it is a, a generational thing yeah like I, it's not like i mean i'm not it's, it's an old movie like i'm not of the generation of brewster's millions it's just like it's just a really useful i don't even like that movie that much it's just a very useful like it's oh if terrible. i want need to waste move waste money yep it has some very problematic racial implications yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah so most people don't actually understand it i usually do have to kind of explain it i'm like a a brewster's missionary (laughs) okay like i just have to kind of oh you're a bm yeah i'm a bm i spread the word yeah okay cool (sighs) man but yeah frozen fountain gives way to uh kind of the other uh back to this fountain yeah Yeah. (laughs) so you're saying there's a fountain it's our it's our spinoff podcast (laughs) from the ava watch out for ava yeah. yeah. Um, into kind of the second part of this challenge area through this gate, uh, where you're kind of looking out over another view of this uh, of this kingdom uh, over this broken bridge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which, you, you, which you're going to come back to later in a very hilarious <laughs> kind of moment. But for now, you want to head left. Yeah. And uh, there's all these kind of weird little like nooks and crannies and dead ends here that are kind of obnoxious. There's like this little triangular corner. <laughs> You can go into that. There's just nothing there, and there's no reason for it to be there. Yeah, but it's, oh, it's filled with signs. Ass. Yeah, yeah, just tons of people playing. Watch out for tight spot <laughs> on the uh, you know, on the ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. But. Uh, yeah. And so you go into this, uh, the, the storeroom and if you go up to the roof, you encounter, um, probably the biggest what the fuck moment for me, which is yeah. the, the, the first of these, uh, kind of like ice golem kind of things. Yeah. Yeah. So these are the guys that do that attack I was talking about. No, no. The, you, you're thinking of oh, the knights. Well, God damn it. Um, <laughs> finally, we're going to get to the attack. When you get to the end where Alana just unleashes her ice explosions on you. The, um, no, no, these are the uh, these are the gigantic kind of guys. Or, you know, just or giant looking guys that uh, have Jake hands. Like yeah. That, yeah, they 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 turn their arms into into um, weapons apropos of nothing to strike you from various distances. Well, it's apropos of you coming into their house and fucking them up. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's apropos <laughs> of 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 uh, the castle doctrine. Use use the um, <laughs> use the hands I can see. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. Well, they, they're just like the uh, crystal golems from Dark Souls One. Mm-hmm. Who do the yeah. same thing? Like they they do their they swing their arms and their their hands morph out. Yeah. Um, they also remind me of those ice golems uh, from uh, Kingsfield Four. Hmm. A little bit. Um, so it's nice to see those guys. Yeah. Those guys back. Um, these guys are really tough. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah. He, he is kind of standing guard over these over these chests that are that are frozen. And this was kind of the first inkling that I got that like, okay, this is I'm I'm going to come back here. And by here, I don't just mean like this particular place, but the whole stage. Yeah. yeah. Did you guys uh whip out the flame butterflies at any point? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ew. Yeah, it doesn't work. You can't light <laughs> no. a torch; it immediately goes out because it's too cold. Oh, wait. But I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just trying to. I was like, "Oh, I have to melt these." It's like Super Mario, but there's three. Yeah, and uh, uh, you it, can it, light a torch inside. Yep. If, if you're in a thing, you can light the torch as soon as you walk outside. The wind blows it out. Yeah, it's the winds of Ilium Lois. Yeah, because this is in the middle of a blizzard. It doesn't look too much like it because you can kind of see, you know, relatively close in front of you. You just think, okay, it's a limited skybox, but that is, yeah. that is what's happening here. Yep. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna come back here. Um, so if you uh, head down to this, uh, there's like a three way intersection at the end of this icy path. That you can head down. There's different ways to go. Um, there are some tunnels that have some kind of uh, unfrozen hollows that are they're huddled in it. Mm-hmm. Um, if you go forward, there's this door with these Zelda stor- torches around mm-hmm. it. But again, you can't light torches because of the blizzard. Right. And if you go right. You encounter something that is uh, pretty peculiar to this, the one-way bonfire. Yeah. 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 yeah that, that almost never happens in, in these because, I mean, it happens a couple times, and because you can warp bonfires, it's not a big deal. But, like, this was a really welcome bonfire for me mm-hmm. at this point because I, I found this DLC very difficult. Yeah. Um, and I was, because there are so many branching paths, like, I did not go to the Zelda torches mm-hmm. at this point, And I was like, oh, I need to get back to those Zelda torches. Yep. Um, <laughs> you know, but then, you know, eventually, I just kind of figured out I'm going to be spending a lot of time here anyway. Yeah. Going over, over and over it. See, when you're as bad at this game as I am, you just know you're going to spend a lot of time in every location. Yeah. <laughs> Everything complete. Yeah. yeah. I'll get that on the seventh pass. <laughs> it's just another one of those Dark Souls lessons. Patience. Yeah. 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 The, uh, here's another big challenge area, I think. Yeah. This kind of ice field with the uh, – uh, this, is, this is the kind of series of uh, like the path mm-hmm. with the different hills, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like the, the multiple uh, goals. Terraced. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So this is super that, tough. That might be my favorite of the little challenge areas. Yeah, it's, it's it, so it goes on for so long, and it's like <laughs> it's so like every time I thought I was done, and they're like hidden guys. There's that hidden golem at the end, so many hiding behind the stairs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but there there are they're pretty easy to pull one at a time too, though. Like yeah. if you if you take your time and and kind of draw them out. 
Yeah. It, it is. This is a real like lesson in don't rush, which is a lesson they tell us all the time mm-hmm. um, in Dark Souls. But this is, you know, it's underlined here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, there, there's a pretty cool item if you venture back out over over top of our favorite fountain in the game, um, which <laughs> is the uh, the ring of the embedded, which I have no idea why it's here. I don't know why it's here either. And I was like, I remember when I ran into the embedded, I'm like, there's got to be more to this guy. <laughs> and this does not really answer that. No. So it raises like, more questions, one might say. Yeah. All that I can think is that this is like a remnant of one of Vendrick's excursions into this place. Yeah. Even though, I buy that. Go ahead. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You want to put a mark. I'm where this is. This is sloppy. <laughs> sloppy <laughs> okay. podcasting. I apologize. Go ahead. Go. I didn't mean to cut yeah. you off. Okay, because 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 presumably, like all of these, we are following in his footsteps to a certain degree, right? Like, I I, I think that would make sense just because the other ones have mm-hmm. done that. But this is out of all the DLCs, there's the least evidence of, of Vendrick mm-hmm. in this one. Like, there's so little that like shows that he's been here. Like, and also like it'd be weird for him just to be like go up to his his chain gimp <laughs> up in the attic and then just like pull one chain from it and like I believe I'll take this souvenir, yeah. you know, as I had to. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, well, what's weird about the item description is that it implies that the chains are what make the embedded into slave, slaves of pleasure. But that, yeah, but there's <laughs> yeah. like so everything else we know about the embedded says like he chained himself up. Right. Right. Doesn't it say like he, he did that to himself because he wanted to 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 have sex with that milfinito? Or yeah. like he was he was too tempted by yeah. by desire. Yeah, he was like he, he tied himself up like a werewolf in order to protect those around him from his lusts. Yeah, and maybe it's like a like a Hellraiser situation where like you know you have these chains, but you're just so compelled, you know, mm. you just can't well, help yourself that you have to, yeah, open a doorway to hell or something. <laughs> yeah, on like open the box of Dagoth or whatever. Yeah, the, uh, the the it's like it's like he decided to tie himself up. He was like he was like a regularly ensorcelled by lost guy mm-hmm. like we've all been and sure. he's like i'm gonna tie he myself was 19 up these- yeah <laughs> <laughs> he was 19 he's jerking it like 10 times a day and he's just like i cannot handle this shit i need yeah, to get some chains break because it's raw yeah, yeah it, 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 he can't he yeah, exactly he's 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 experimenting with different kinds of lubes it's awful and then he get, reaches for any old chain and oops they happen <laughs> to be the chains of the embedded and he gets like the power of double horny Mm-hmm. And then and then he's like super, super in in, in sourceled by lust. Yeah. Or he used regular chains and they became the chains of embedded after his, you know, you know. And- Are you trying to say he rubbed off on them? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Several, times. several times. That was the problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just the stickiest chains. Yeah. That, that is why Vendrick puts that up in the attic. Like we don't we don't go in there. That's why the elevator is so long is the discourage visitors from his haunted masturbation shack. <laughs> he also he also threw out the sheets instead of washing them. <laughs> the, 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 the chains are the sheets they just become <laughs> stiffened by time it's jared's jerk turret yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he went to jared's <laughs> don't, don't do it that's where you get this ring <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> it's a it's a pretty neat ring <laughs> yes, i think we've really decoded the lore around this ring <laughs> yeah what it does is it uh in exchange for taking some more damage from your enemies you get stat boosts that are kind of inversely proportional to how high the related stats are yeah it's the sl soul level one ring yeah it is is what you want for soul level one because you're gonna get one hit anyway Mm -hmm. and uh, it's gonna boost your stats quite a bit so you can wear some equipment um yeah i was really surprised to find this here yeah uh, when i first did um so now the rampart golems 
Yes. Okay. These <laughs> look like frozen. Jesus Christ. <laughs> these look like frozen <laughs> overnights. These are your your regular animated suits of armor that have taken on kind of a frost aspect from sitting around here. And Gary, I think you'll be surprised to hear they do an attack where they stab you and ho- hoist you up, and then uh, ice ice crystals form and stab they f- you. They front stab you. Yeah, they front stab okay. you with ice crystals. Okay. okay, as long as you get front stabbed, that's all yeah. I care about. Yeah. Um, you might want to set your sights a little higher. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's that. Uh, we have this note here where it says like uh, this lever that you can pull brings this elevator up full of debris. Um, it's not debris. It's sex change coffins. Oh. Oh, is that? Like the, the, I knew they were coffins, but I didn't know they were sex change coffins. They at least it's the same same model as the sex change co- sex change coffin from the beach. Huh. And like so that like I don't even want to try to dive into the lore implications of like <laughs> the sex change coffins come from uh from Alien Lois. Mm-hmm. But Do you think that was their major export? <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the the it is uh there's an interesting one of the items that you can get um that you can make from uh something. Um it only cool. affects you if you're a woman. Oh, so like yeah. just like there there are gender specific items that you can get it's, from this DLC. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Um, there's a lot of like orange soapstone messages that say man or woman question mark in front of these coffins. And I was like, <laughs> good, good touch. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't pick that up. I, I spotted the coffins later on, but yeah. Yeah. It's the same, same model, same, same coffin. Hmm. But, uh, yeah. Um, so you head up on this kind of outer wall and there's this new uh, kind of challenge where there <laughs> is this restricted footing. You don't have as much space to kind of move around. Um, and what you find up here when you're talking about, uh, going through that coffin elevator is that demon souls reference, um, the North order set, which looks exactly like Sage freaks gear. Um, if you look at them side by side, it's like, Oh, you're, you're dressing up a Sage freak. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, No, I I like that that look. Okay. Yeah. uh, Put put something about that in the show notes. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to look it up here, but, uh, that is, that is interesting. I didn't. I didn't notice that. I picked up that that that, that armor, and like that's what you get uh, after raising that elevator up. And it looked like <laughs> neat armor, but I was spec'd for the uh, for the lion's mage set. So mm-hmm. yeah, same. Yeah, I was like, oh, this looks cool. I'll never use it. <laughs> yeah, I think it's just there to be like, hey guys, Demon Souls. Um, <laughs> Remember that game? A, Some people played it. <laughs> it's uh, in, in the description. It says it's worn by uh, sages. Huh. It's like, okay. Huh. That's nice. Yeah. Thanks, from. <laughs> um, <laughs> This uh, this did you guys find this invisible ladder? Uh, thanks to no. a soapstone sign. Yeah, yeah, me too. And it was just like try try climb or something like that. And I was like, oh, and I clicked the button, and then immediately started walk going up an invisible ladder. And I was like, holy shit! <laughs> like <laughs> that that's some that's some next level hidden stuff. Like how many other invisible ladders have I missed <laughs> on the way here? <laughs> you go back into Kingsfield wall humping mode. Yeah, just to, just <laughs> click on everything. Um, yeah, yeah. Pretty crazy. Yeah, it gets you a pretty cool uh, miracle. The, uh, the 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 splintered thunderbolt. Yeah, splintering lightning spear. Yeah, yeah. I know what I said. <laughs> <laughs> You're on notice, Ross. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Also, kind of a kind of a uh, demon souls feel is this uh, whole field of ballista. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, I said, also, yes, I've full... never played Demon Souls. I'm sorry. No, that's fine. Oh, yeah, you should, yeah, we should just play, agreed buddy. with you. I was like, yeah, of course it is. <laughs> yeah, you should you should check it out. You'll like it. 
I would have to buy a PlayStation, so that's probably out of the car. Oh, yeah. I, you, you could join the club of like me and several other people who listen to the show who have bought a PlayStation 3 exclusively for Demon's Souls. Oh, Jesus. Um, <laughs> they, they will get cheaper. And then eventually your PC will be able to emulate PS3 in like five years. So you'll play it someday. Yeah. Oh, my PC is struggling mightily with uh, Nintendo 64 right now. So it might be a little bit longer than five years. <laughs> Uh, N64 emulation is terrible all around. Yeah, it is. I just really, really missed Mario Tennis. Mm. Yeah. There's also like that's one of the few games that you can get a good controller for for it, too. Like I find that like a lot of times I'm playing games, the uh, the specific like I can't get a controller that works well with a, a configuration for N64. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A few times I've done emulation for it. Yeah. So, yeah. Up anyway, here, up here among the ballista, you have an invisible enemy. Who will yep. uh, even even when he is visible is pretty tough. Yeah, yeah. These these are uh, the wall watchmen mm-hmm. who are elite knights. They're just kind of humanoid enemies, but it's another invisible enemy, and this one's not behind a fog wall. So again, it's kind of funneling you to go away from the invisible things. Yeah, <laughs> run away from the death. Yeah, <laughs> yep, yep, yep. And and the uh, you you head uh, back inward instead of going towards the invisible death. Right. Uh, towards this kind of glowing structure that you can see from the inside of the front gate, right? Like it's mm-hmm. it's it's a, it's calling to you a little bit. It's like out in the middle of the uh, of the field there, and uh, this is, this ends up being kind of a uh, a Lenin esque corpse display room, <laughs> yep. for lack of a better word. Well, it's exactly what that is in like the lore too. Like when you when you learn about what this thing is, this uh, priestess's eye, mm-hmm. you pull out of the skeleton, which like is not. You know, not the nicest thing to do. No. Um, <laughs> it's just, very impolite. The skeleton's lucky to have that eye. Yeah. Um, skeletons need to be able to see. Mm-hmm. The, uh, uh, but what this is, is like these priestess uh, in this culture, um, you had this ability to see the, the unseen or what have you. And this order of priestesses, when you came of age or became, uh, you know, rose in the clergy, you would pluck out your own eye and put this eye in its place mm-hmm. to allow you to see things like straight up torment style. Yeah. Um, which is which is pretty pretty metal and, and awesome, mm-hmm. um, but you just get to carry it on your pocket, which made me think like, why didn't they think of that? <laughs> like I can see all this shit and I didn't put it in my eye. It's the same. It's, it's the sacrifice, right? Why did the why did the assassins of old, according to Ubisoft, cut off their finger so they could use I, the blade? I I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. You, you can take your your Assassin's Creed redemption emancipation. <laughs> stuff it. The, the uh, Assassin's Creed redundance. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's good. I, I really do want to see Assassin's Creed emancipation made though. Ever since we yeah, goofed like, on that, it's like, like <laughs> it, may, it may it may as well. Like any any kind of just word that has three syllables, they'll add as a subtitle to an Assassin's Creed game. Yeah. So, oh man, but now that you have this, the 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 structure stops glowing. And uh, you can kind of uh, proceed forward, uh, assured, at least for now, that you will not see any invisible enemies. Or you will see all visible enemies. You know what I mean. Yes. <laughs> I know, yeah. I know, what, I know what you said. You've got the glasses <laughs> from They Live. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> now, now everybody is telling you to consume. Um, Man, it was really weird that the optional boss of this was Keith, was Keith David. Yeah. <laughs> the fight is went on fucking forever. Um <laughs> Yeah. So so uh, you, you kind of continue through now with your, your newfound uh, superpowers, but you don't quite use it just yet. Right. You know, like it doesn't come up all that often. Um, you got some other kind of business to go through first, mm-hmm. um, including this like uh, really amazing set piece with this room with the, the five chests yep. and the mimic half frozen in attack mode. <laughs> I love it. It is beautiful. That's, yeah, it's so good. <laughs> so, so, so good. And then you, you say you're it says you're invaded. Mm-hmm. So you're like, OK, you look around for the invader. Nothing happens. 
and you kind of continue walking around and you go through quite a bit mm-hmm. um, of stuff. It's like this whole into, tower. Yep. Like he, he you know, doesn't attack until you get to this treasure chest. And this is so good. Mm-hmm. Like this is such a good moment because the invaders use chameleon mm-hmm. to guard a chest full of silver palace talismans yep. that allow you to use chameleon. <laughs> <laughs> you fucker i like i managed to roll like at the last second like i think he still killed me my first time through just because mm-hmm. i didn't uh like i wasn't fully healed because there weren't enemies around or something like that but the uh i managed to roll and avoid his backstab at first but then you know got killed in that tight corridor yeah by him i was i was very lucky to see a soapstone message it was <laughs> oh, like yeah. try and break this barrel and i was like yeah, yeah. probably might have been here yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i couldn't even be mad <laughs> yeah yeah it's, it's it's real good like the, they've stepped up their npc game what if like that's all they're adding to scholar of the first sin <laughs> like every area now just has a goofy npc invader that does tricks on you i like that <laughs> i like, it had nothing to the lore but it would be so like i would love to see just how they do it <laughs> like each time because they really up their game in each dlc <laughs> this is true yeah. huh yeah, so this is this is pretty good, and it's not the last uh, the last of this kind of uh, surprise you're going to see here. No, no, and it's funny because they they pepper them in with like actual just straight up NPC invasions too. Mm-hmm. Like the other one, it's just like, oh, okay, here's just a guy I had to fight. I'm yeah. lulled into a false sense of security. What the? You know? <laughs> yeah, I, I think that this is uh, this is pretty high in the in the uh, hit to miss ratio um, yeah. compared to pretty much the rest of the game, right? Yeah, in terms of, in terms of NPC invaders, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's significantly better than like the Vorgal the Sinner or what have you. <laughs> you know, like, that wasn't great. Um so you there's a little drop off after this area um mm-hmm. where you can go but you're back at the beginning and now you can see. Mm-hmm. Uh so you're gonna go to that that boss fight mm-hmm. before. Yes. Ava the King's pet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I it, genuinely expected to hear the music just now, and when it did, didn't happen, I was a little disappointed. <laughs> we'll fix it in post. Well, yeah. Yeah, well, how weird would it be if you were listening and we do that live? Like if after Cole said "Off of the King's Pet," you just heard us like tuning up instruments and like, <laughs> yeah. All right. I mean, it might make and it easier one, to edit. And yeah. <laughs> And Ava, my dear, yeah. I, I could, I, I could, I could legit do that if you wanted me to. I would just need to buy like, a, like an iPhone with a sound, or use use a soundboard program on my iPhone. But, uh, but yeah, like you're, you're on to us, Alex, because I dropped a marker there for Gary to put in the music. Yeah, after saying the name of the boss. You guys are real pros. Yeah. Oh, thanks, bud. Um, the the I am recording my boxer shorts. The uh, <laughs> think how professional I am. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm the most hungover human being in the world right now. <laughs> in all of Dublin? <laughs> yeah, I know. Whoa. It's amazing, right? Wow. Wow. The mayor's uh, giving me the key to the city tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> the keystones to the city. <laughs> Keystone ice. Um, the, so Ava, uh, is, it's kind of nice because everyone who's kind of whining about all the humanoid enemies mm-hmm. in Dark Souls 2, like you get some monster fights. Mm-hmm. Here, and I think this is a pretty good fight. It's it's pretty tough, but like feels fair to me. Yeah, um, pretty hard though. Yeah, I had a lot of trouble with it. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. Yeah, I bottomed out my uh, my, my human effigies actually. Oh wow! Um, yeah, I didn't. Were you have... summoning uh, real people or the uh, NPCs? Uh, I uh, real people when I could get them, NPCs when I couldn't. 
Okay. The uh, the NPCs uh, do stuff too now. They like wave to you and and yeah. say hello and bow and everything. The friendly NPCs, so they've upped their AI a little bit too. Yeah, that's pretty nice. Steelheart Ellie nice and touch. Masterless Glencore. Yes, I'm I'm happy that Masterless Glencore came back. I liked him in hates, even yeah, though he, it, it, like he's it sounds like a liquor. Yep. Yeah, like like a, like a fine uh, scotch. Oh it, no, it sounds like a cheap whiskey trying to sound like a fine <laughs> scotch. <laughs> yep. This it's is this is the Walmart brand whiskey. Yes. Last one hundred percent blended. Yeah, one hundred percent blended fine uh, quadruple malt. Yeah. There, there's a grocery store here called Tesco, and there is, you know, how you just get like um, I'm trying to think because one of you guys is from Michigan, right? Ah, uh, from from Ohio. So We're both from, the from Ohio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And as am I, I'm from Michigan as well. So it's like a like a Kroger where there's one on like every corner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, so there's Tesco branded everything you know you get your regular cheese or tesco t- cheese and in the liquor aisle there is grocery store brand Ooh. liquor yeah there used to be that in my just hometown a- in jewel yeah it was amazing 10 percent whiskey <laughs> just, i'm so curious like i'm like I, how bad could it possibly be very bad <laughs> yeah. no no amount of diet coke in the world will cover this piece of this <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, the, in the uh, the jewel of my home, old old, uh, old uh, hometown had yellow label, so it was just like a big yellow label that just said vodka in black bold text. <laughs> or, like, yellow like, like from Repo Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was very uh, very dystopian. <laughs> oh man. Um, let's let's talk Ava here. Yeah, let's talk, let's talk. Yeah. Ava. Yeah, what, what did you think, Alex? How do you how did you do on this fight? I. I'm always I don't know what it is about about these games, but I'm always better at monster fights than I am at people fights. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say it took me, uh, you know, maybe five or six tries. But it mm-hmm. wasn't one of these things where I'm just like crashing against a wall for three days like I was with a uh, uh, sorty guy at the bottom of the thing. Fume night. There you go. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I wasn't. uh it wasn't that bad, but like, mm. you know, most, most bosses, I wind up completely despawning all of the enemies in the run up to them eventually. <laughs> and this, this one was not anywhere near that bad for me, uh, but I, I like was a real shithead about it. Like I summoned both of the NPCs <laughs> and then kind of just backed away and fired flame arrows at this, at this cat until, until they, they died. And then I went and killed the cat myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the, the the trick for me to actually you know finish this guy out um, was that I am so used to rolling either side to side or back. You got to roll forward. You got to roll forward because it's, his attacks are like a cone. Yeah, and you want to get into his underbelly. Yep. Like when he does that jump at you, if you time it right and roll forward, you'll get a lot of shots off. Mm-hmm. Like it's like Sif. Like you want to be under him. Yeah. A, a lot of, like this is like Sif with magic, so it's less like a duel. Yeah. 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 Um, and nowhere near as hard as Sif. <laughs> it, I, I found this like a little bit, like a little bit harder than Sif, but not as hard as my first time Sif. Like yeah. first time Sif was very hard. Maybe it's just because I I, I know Sif now. <laughs> but th- this this was pretty tricky. And then also I'm it's colored a little bit with the optional boss <laughs> in this area for me. Like we're like this was this was hard, but I'm also has some some kind of association guilt by association <laughs> with the optional boss, which we'll talk about. Everybody, yeah, I know pay. we're not there yet, but let me just say, fuck that optional boss. Yeah, <laughs> fuck that that optional fuck area, it. man. We're gonna yeah. so hard. Yeah. Like, like anybody who dislikes this DLC who hears us praise it, like don't worry, we're gonna get there. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, and that's a, the we ask for responses. Like, a lot of people are just like, "Fuck that," you know, mm-hmm. or like, "I would have liked it except for that." And I yeah. just want to be like, "It's so optional, dog." Yeah. Like, it is. It is like, I understand. It is a demerit. I give. <laughs> you know, it is a demerit. I I recognize that, but it's not mandatory. Mm-hmm. You have to um, really go out of your way to find that area. Yeah. Well, yeah, and get through it, and you know, complete <laughs> it, and this just the reward is having done it. Like that's that's all there is to it. Mm-hmm. Um, have you guys thought about? And I just want to bring this up real quick. What about a mod that made this entire area look like Santa's workshop? Mm. <laughs> or just added sleigh bells to the background the entire time. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> that'd be pretty great. When he die, it says, thanks, Santa. Yeah. <laughs> 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 when you when you uh when you when you summon into somebody's world to be an invader it says you've been naughty yeah the uh there's the there's a inv- like a like, gimmick invasion dark souls one video where a guy dresses up as santa claus and <laughs> uh and goes through and, and leaves people things and if they uh you know if they or he waits you know and just kind of waves to them and if they're patient like he gives them a present and if they attack he like fucks them up <laughs> it's pretty fun and the, the video is edited with all kinds of uh christmas stuff i'll throw in the show notes nice it's fun it's great mm-hmm Hmm. Yeah. Uh, Abba's a little bit tricky, uh, like the, the, that I found because of the uh, the rhythm to her, or him, hmm. or whatever she is, um, because she will take breaks to run away. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like a cat. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, like it's it's playing with you. He's he's, he's a sassy cat. Um. The the lore behind this guy is kind of cool. Like the king has uh, eleven pets. Seven. Or seven pets. I'm sorry. We only meet a few of them. But they each had a specific job. Mm-hmm. And that's that's a really cool evocative thing. Like this the Ivory King with his like seven multicolored giant tigers. <laughs> did we did we describe the appearance of this thing? Because once you're able to see him, he looks badass. Yeah, it's, it's really it's a, cool. Yeah. It's a big metal as fuck. Yeah. Tiger. Like it looks like he belongs on a like a dream theater album cover. Yeah. Because he's got <laughs> yeah. like ice crystals hanging off of him and shit. Yeah. And and his his job, this guy's specific job was to guard Alsana. Mm-hmm. Um it says uh, the king's beloved child of dark. Mm-hmm. So the king knows what's what's going on. Yeah, with she, this this interspecies marriage he's got going on. Yeah, she even says as much at the end too. Yeah, yeah. Like he he is aware of the fact that she is a, a fragment of, of of the abyss. Yeah. Can, can I also talk about one one of the, uh, one other thing that complicated this for me? Yeah, the fact Please that do. one of one of um, Ava's attacks is basically a one eighty degree swipe. Oh yeah. So if you're hanging around behind him as you as you you know would do as a Dark Souls player, uh, out <laughs> of nowhere he can just come back and stagger you. Yeah, it, it is it is another one of those like uh, from designing to what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. You know, so like it knows you're going to try to get behind him. Yeah. And you give him a counter for that, um, and like it took me a while to figure that out too. And I would come in through the flanks, and that's not really great either. It really you want to be under him. Yeah. Like you really want to be at a soft underbelly. Yeah, those his swipes are super easy to dodge, though. Like, yeah, oh, well, I, was, I guess I should ask: Did you guys have fast rolling guys for this? Yeah, yeah, I always do Dark Souls with fast roll yeah. uh, exclusively, and there's I think they're really easy to dodge, except for there's the one that's like the late. It's like a late dodge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that yeah. that one you know it took me a little while to figure out the timing of, but but once I did, I got it. This is the thing. His or her. <laughs> Do we know um, Ava's gender? There's I was I was I was under there for a way. long time and I didn't see anything. <laughs> but like cat cats, once you neuter them on on the vet form, it just says N. So I, I assume like you know if you got seven pets, you don't need any more, and they've probably all been spayed or neutered. So just N. Said, yeah, this king with this menagerie, like he's Doctor Doolittle. Yeah. 
I always, I always think about my cat seeing the vet intake form where like under gender it says N and I'm like me hiding the clipboard from him because I don't want him to, you know, you don't want to have that conversation. Yeah. Like you're, you're, you're still, you're still all man just because you've been neutered, buddy. <laughs> you're a good boy. Yeah. Yeah, a, little, uh, a little kitty vasectomy. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is the, uh, this is the fight that got me to switch from my, uh, from my drink lick shield to the Gurm great shield. Oh, really? Yeah. So yeah, really? you went kind of like a, a tankier. A little bit. High high stability. My character's ridiculous (laughs) because because I'm wearing all the Lion's Maid set stuff and I'm primarily casting, but I've got this gigantic sheet of rock as my shield. And when I I go melee, I've got the Crypt Black Sword. (laughs) (laughs) So it's it's very, like, I I can't imagine what people who, like, summon in to help me think about my build. (laughs) But I've got fast roll. It's fine. It's all good. Yeah, as long as you can fast roll, that's all that matters. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so after uh, Alsana, you know, he's guarding this child, of, or after uh, Ava, guarding the child of Dark Alsana, who's in the Grand Cathedral. And uh, again, this is like a super beautiful area. Yeah. And this cathedral is beautiful inside and out. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Just um, like you, Cole. <laughs> you. Inside the cabinet, outside the cabinet. <laughs> Stick around um, for the appendix to understand that joke. <laughs> or don't or just let it be a super cool mystery um you head in through this and you you find alsana who is at the top of this uh staircase guarded by these like very foreboding looking ice spikes mm-hmm. preventing you from actually in close but you can get this kind of audience with her and uh she talks to you which is just like so refreshing to have an npc that will talk to me in one of these dlcs like uh i was like one of uh Vadi's videos where he's talking about um scholar of the first sin he talks about how like kind of the best like npc stories are in the dlcs mm-hmm. And it's weird because there's almost no dialogue yeah. in them. And it's true. Like Alsana and like the story of the characters in this are so much better than the story of like Carhillion of the Fold. Right. You know, like um, or even like probably better than like and like, I mean, Ben Hart's fine. Uh, Lucatiel's fine. But other than that, there's just like so little to NPCs yeah. in, uh, in Dark Souls 2. And like, yeah, Alsana is a really good story. Like this is a really kind of complete narrative. Yeah. This you know? also is not Dark Souls storytelling. Yeah. Right. That's true. <laughs> like the like Bradley. This is they being, actually come out and tell you what's happening. It's exposition. It's like uh, it's like what's his name? Frampt coming out and so telling you about Gwyn and how you will how you will become the next king. Yeah. You know. What's well, it, or it's like because uh, she asked for your help. It's a little bit like um, the the Elizabeth mushroom or what have you mm-hmm. asking you to to kid or rescue Dusk. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's just like, hey, this has happened. Will you help me with it? And essentially, it just says that the you know the ivory like kind of talks some sugar about the ivory king. But then says that she has this, this only this one wish, which is that he was uh, he went into the chaos and never came out. Will you go down there and end his suffering? Mm-hmm. This is such a reversal, too, right? Like mm-hmm. I walked into this expecting, OK, bonfire, check, massive cathedral, check, huge room full of ice, check. All that's missing is a fog door. I was expecting to fight uh, as Alsana here. Yeah. And but, I'm so happy oh, really? that we don't. Me too. Like, and I'm 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 really happy again, like that they didn't just make all three DLCs just like different skins of Nishandra. Mm-hmm. Like this is Ice Nishandra. They could have so easily done that and said they went somewhere more interesting with it. Yeah. Oh, way more interesting. Yeah, I, I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, Alsana is solid in my book. I love the visual design of this room too because you have the red carpet setting off against the blue ice, and that's something that kind of continues throughout, like even yeah. up to the final encounter. Like this is visually so nice. Yeah, the contrast is a really big part of this uh, aesthetically. Mm-hmm. Um, she opens up this back way in the, into this room. And if you want, 
<laughs> you can go uh, go fight the emboss now. Um, but don't. Nope. Did, did you guys do that? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I tried it. How many times before you realized you shouldn't? Just oh, one. Just, just one. <laughs> uh, beautiful human beings. I tried like <laughs> threw myself at this thing like ten times because I didn't realize I had to go get more knights. It's, it's a meat grinder, and I, yeah, I, 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 for, I forget if uh, Alsana. I keep wanting to say Aslana as though she's a Jesus lion. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I don't know that uh, Alsana explains that there are other knights who are like waiting to serve you throughout there in the main dialogue. She says that if you talk to her again, like that is her, her idle dialogue every time you come back. But um, that's a pretty big hint. And I don't know that she ever uh, explicitly states that she's ended the blizzard either. Um, it, the, the screen tells you it mm. when you, the, it pops up on screen and says the winds of Elian voice have died down. Okay. So like that, that expi- like it says that explicitly, um, but you have to opt into exploring and like, I wanted to try the boss, even though I knew I was not going to end the DLC there. Mm-hmm. Like, even if on some miracle I went down there and killed the boss on the first try, I knew I was going to go back and explore yeah. just because I wanted to see what things looked like without the wind. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's and it's kind of a bummer just because I know I want to talk more about the actual when you go down to this boss, when you're going to go down and do it for real, because mm-hmm. it's so cool. Yeah. And to have kind of an aborted attempt at it was kind of kind of a bummer. Like, kind of took some of the shock and awe. Yeah. From it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I had to wait till um, I summoned some help. And we went down and fought, and then after we both died, I mean, I died. He was fine. Uh, <laughs> he sent me a little message on Xbox saying, hey, you know you got to go get those knights, right? And I was like, yeah. no. I was like, hang on one second. I'll run and grab those knights. I'll be right back. We'll kick this guy's ass. He said, it's going to take you a long time. And I said, oh, okay, fair enough. The, uh, the something awful board for Dark Souls 2 is full of people bitching about people not having the knights. Yep. Like yeah. getting summoned and just being like, I'm not going to go down there unless they have at least two extra knights. Um, sorry about that something awful people yeah Yeah. it was alex the whole time (laughs) every single time yeah just over and over (laughs) he's been dozens and dozens of times (laughs) been like four boxing it um but instead we're we're gonna go explore uh alien voice after the thaw um so we've already been through here so we're just gonna talk about the major points of articulation yeah so, mm-hmm. as opposed to everything, the first thing you're going to notice the hips and the knees. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, the first thing you're going to notice when you either step out of the cathedral or go back to the uh, go back to the first bonfire is uh, uh, you can all of a sudden see the rest of the city. Like the, mm-hmm. the, the skybox changes insofar as you can now actually see it. Right. Like whereas before it maybe looked like it was a little bit kind of just lazy or vague. Mm-hmm. It's <laughs> actually like no. There, there's actually this huge beautiful expanse. Yeah. From is known for being lazy, so I don't, if, <laughs> don't blame you for thinking that. <laughs> yeah, and and then the uh, the other thing that you're going to run into is these uh, retainers mm-hmm. are now aggressive, but they Not immediately. are. Yeah, exactly. They're built to backstab you. Like they are, they're just in areas for you to walk past and then have them harry you as you're dealing with other enemies or when you're picking up treasure to stab you in the back. Mm-hmm. I love their sword. I love the way they attack. There's something, I don't know depraved or vicious about them two handing this tiny like shard looking thing yeah it's a bicycle yeah yeah no pretty cool did you i get the impression this is completely in my imagination i'm sure i get the impression there's nothing under their hoods Ooh. (laughs) do you know what i mean like yeah Yeah. like it's just one of those like like uh suits of armor that are just alive somehow these are just like a bundle of laundry that came to life (laughs) (laughs) With, with, with legs yeah. Laundry. Oh, laundry legs. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, laundry legs. That's my, my blues name. 
How many times do I have to say it? They're called pants. <laughs> no, I gotta put on my laundry legs. Put on my laundry torso and my laundry hat. Uh, I hate to break everybody's heart. I just looked at an image of the retainers and there is a lady under there. Oh, that's legitimately disappointing. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it should it should only be a minor edit to the fan fiction, so we're good. <laughs> we're still on schedule, guys. How I fell um, in love with a no-faced woman. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, well, the no-faced woman meets One Direction, and then things get really crazy. Because <laughs> <laughs> some, some say it goes off the rails. Um, yeah. But these uh, these really like if you're not expecting them to, you know, to like to stand up and if you're just, you know, live and let live, uh, then they will complicate what is already like a more difficult set of encounters as new enemies are unfrozen or as cover kind of goes away, especially here in the early going. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah. the winning strategy is to, is just to kill them every time you see them. However, you're not going to see them every time because they are so well camouflaged. Yeah. And and they are uh, kind of tucked away in little corners and, and the like. Mm-hmm. And you've so, just spent however long forgetting they exactly. existed. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> like that. You're trained to ignore them. After this point, it's really clever. Like it is a nice like that is a really cool organic way of upping the difficulty. Mm-hmm. I think by like, I mean there are some places where they straight up add enemies, but there are also just all these enemies that are already there mm-hmm. that you are just meant to. To think of as the background. Um, super cool. I think this is a huge success that they basically built two levels into the same geometry. Yeah, I'm, I'm real into it. Like, I, I like it a lot. Um, I know it's a little bit divisive. Like, some people do not like, like, feel like it's backtracky. Um, I think it's different enough. Yeah. That, uh, no, that I felt a little backtracky. There's some, there are parts of it that are more backtracky than others. Um, but the most of what I think about is like stuff that I wasn't able to get to before. Mm-hmm. Anyway, like those kind of two major challenge points you do again, and they're really different. And then there's also like a lot of little like kind of side paths that open up entirely different areas. Mm-hmm. Like I it think works it for me, but I can like, like, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say it works for me. Like I can see the the other point though. Yeah. I think by this time I was just so sick of fighting those half frozen knights. Like, mm. like I was just, you know, like I know what you guys do. There's no surprises here and it still takes me a long time to kill you. Yeah. It's 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 weird because it because it does subvert some of the stuff that like people come to Dark Souls for, like uh, there uh, obviously there's no novelty to it. You're not seeing that much that much new outside of you know these explicit areas that you are um, you know heading to to get these knights. Um, and second off, it kind of subverts this kind of mastery that you probably feel that you that you developed or earned over the course of running through this. So it's it's different, but for a lot of people who kind of crave that novelty and who like that security that, that they build up, not different enough um, yeah. to, to, to really yeah. warrant it. So I can, I can totally see the other point of view, but for me, I was I was just kind of more impressed by, for lack of a better word, the, the, the economy of it, <laughs> if that makes mm-hmm. any sense. Sure. Yeah, well, you mean yeah. you mean that their major export is sex change coffins? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That economy specifically. It's, it's also a lot of Snow problems for, for a lot of coffee. people. <laughs> yeah. The uh, how how neat would it have been if the the lack of the wind so it positively affects these retainers and kind of like thaws them out for lack of a better speak? How neat would it have been if it would have changed those ice nights? Oh yeah. You yeah. Know, like I think I would have preferred like, that. That would have made sense. Like they didn't, they don't need to be like necessarily debuffed, but like what if they were melting and left like a, a slick trail behind them? Or like, what if, you know, there's just something else to them mm-hmm. or even if they just yeah. look different, like they were thinner and quicker. Yeah. 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 That's a good call. Or maybe like, instead of the big swords, they had like small daggers because half their sword melted or, you know, something. Crazy. Yeah. 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 Something that's great about this is that like this, 
isn't an ice kingdom. Like, you know, you don't have, you know, Tom Kenny running around. You have, um, you know, just these things that were affected by this and kind of took on that characteristic after the disaster. Right. Right. You know, right. right. This wasn't built for ice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so one of the areas you can get to now is that broken bridge that we talked about. There's this tower that you can go down to. And this is a huge area like that. I totally missed. <laughs> I went in and killed the boss before I did this. Wow. Because um, yeah. there's just one night down here and you can do it with, with two extra nights. No problem. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, Bob sent me a text and uh, clued me off that like, oh, there's a big area I missed. And I just forgot about it. <laughs> um, but I went back and did it later. Yep. Um, yeah. So this is this is kind of like outside of that uh, uh, that first challenge area with our favorite fountain. Um, and uh, you take an elevator down and you're greeted by an old familiar friend. Yeah. He's got some chili dogs and some gold rings and some chaos emeralds. Yep. He's a little, little tiny Sonic, Sonic, the bone wheel. Um, Sonic, they're like these Sonic, the hedgehog mixed with bone wheel skeletons. Yep. I was so excited um, to see these things and then they killed me over and over and over again. They're so tough. They're really tough. And they, they kind of subvert Dark Souls things where they hurt you just from, from being next to you. Mm-hmm. Like, they're so cold and spiky that, like, you don't want to get close to them at all. Yeah. And, um, and they're disarming. Like, this goes to your, you know, the point that you usually make, Gary. But the, the enemy design in this game is a lot goofier, right? Yeah. It's and like, I like that. Like, I like how stupid these things look. Yeah. Like, Do you I, think these are, like, the rats of Elium Lois? Like, um, you know, they just sort of live in and around the houses and they feed on ice garbage or something <laughs> like, like the <laughs> ice garbage yeah. <laughs> like the owls in futurama yeah <laughs> the uh or they they could have also been like they came in from the outside too mm, yeah you know like uh like it, it's they are they're huddling here for relative warmth right you so know what, you what know, i'm hearing is this. yes you think they're the rats yeah yes yes, <laughs> yes indeed <laughs> Yeah. Read between the lines, Alex. <laughs> did uh did these animate weird for you guys? I don't I don't remember them animating weird. Yeah. They just they, no, they seem yeah. they seem to run at a lower frame rate compared to everything else. So you would have everything else going at a smooth sixty and then they're like uh old timey uh Benny Hill animation. Uh I didn't take a yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It may have just been I also didn't have a skybox over Drang Lake, so <laughs> I don't. I don't want to say that as a categorical thing that you know that that is characteristic of them. But um, you might want to try restarting your computer. Yeah. <laughs> okay, make sure it's plugged in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, that was my problem, guys. I didn't have any power. Yay! Oh. You're just it was all theater of the mind. Yep. You're just reading the wiki and just thinking about <laughs> it. You have a very very rich imagination. <laughs> oh, I dreamed this into being. Um, there, there's a Hexer Nikolai who pops up here and uh, this is just a straight invasion. So Uh again, they're like, uh, they're mixing up their like goof invasions with their straight invasions. Mm -hmm. Um, he is a Hexer, but he also does a lot of, uh, miracles as well. And, uh, the trick to him is to lure him down because he will stay in this advantageous spot on this higher ground. Yeah. And kind of range it on you, so you need to get him to come down to your level. Yeah, this at least is, that's what I had to do. It's really tactically interesting because there's you know, it's a long walk to get him, you know, to get up there to him. And if you can mm-hmm. get him down to your level, you have all these pillars that kind of you know uh, baffle his attempts to range attack you. Mm-hmm. Uh, base, this is my favorite invasion of the game. <laughs> uh, th- I know it's a tall no, order, I, but let I, me tell you, I, this wasn't, story. I wasn't laughing. I just, yeah. oh yeah. Um, So I was like very like frazzled when I got down here. I'd been playing for maybe an hour longer than I should have, you know, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and uh, 
so I got down and it's like, you've been invaded by, and I ho- almost never look at the names of the people that are invading me. I'm just like, oh crap, I'm, someone's going to come kill me. And uh, so I was like, here's what I'm going to do. Run away. So <laughs> I, I ran back to the elevator and like started and just went back up to the top floor, you know? Uh, but as, as if you run far enough, he will come at, he will pop down and come after you. Mm-hmm. And so I had this great moment of me on the elevator rising, him turning the corner and looking up at me just as it, he goes out of frame. <laughs> I was like, ah, eat a dick invader. <laughs> Persistent oh, <no>. fucker. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, for some reason, there are forest spirits here, too. Yep. Dude, like, did here, you uh, did you end up doing the optional content? Uh, did you do the abyss, the old abyss, uh, Alex? Yeah. In uh, the main game? Yeah. So, like, these oh, guys no, in are... the main game. No, I did not do it in the main game. I bought it, but okay. I haven't played through it yet. Or not the uh, not the Artorias of the Abyss, the um, the Dark Chasm, Chasm of, of Old. Old. Yeah, Dark Chasm of Old. Um, the, no, the Pilgrims of the Abyss. So that's where these guys are from. Mm-hmm. Um, for some reason, these tree spirit oh. things. He- hear yeah. me out. I think they're coming here after Alsana. To try and like reclaim her. Oh, that's interesting. Like it makes sense, but then they would also be in all three DLCs. Like they would be like well, no, attracted like the, to all the, of them, right? The other ones are serving their purpose. She is she has specifically gone rogue and is not serving the abyss anymore. I I think you could argue that um uh the the Ashen Bride, she like f- Nadalia is not really serving a purpose anymore either. She failed. Yeah. She's she's not standing in in strict defiance. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, I can kind of see it. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it, it's it, as good like, as explanation as any. Yeah, it, it, I, I'm not challenging you to do better. It's just, it's not like it kind of makes a sense mm-hmm. to me. Gary, stop I'm, challenging Cole to do better. <laughs> yeah, um, I just uh, that's, that's what I do. I make people around me better because um, you know because that's how you do that is by telling them to. You're like, <laughs> I'm not asking you to be better. I just think that it's 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 you're like the reverse shitty flash. enemy placement again. <laughs> like, I am more willing to chalk this up to just. Mm-hmm. From kind of not being great at enemy placement, in Dark Souls too. Yeah, but they look. I mean, they look like they fit in. Like if you hadn't seen them in the Abyss first, you'd think, oh, there's just some crazy ice mage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Yeah, that, that's that's totally true. Yeah. yeah, but they behave exactly the same here as they did yeah. before. So you, if you did that, you'll know how to fight them and kind of know what they're what they're susceptible to. Yep. 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 Um, <laughs> past here is is uh this this is amazing. I love this. Um, assassin Maldron makes another appearance. <laughs> yep. Um, you don't get an invasion message for this guy. It's just, a, uh, just an, an enemy. Oh, you know, you appear, yeah. And he appears as a white phantom mm-hmm. waves at you and he's like super nice and he'll keep kind of like doing gestures at you yeah. to try to get you to turn your back. I get the sense that he's like a, he's like a terrier, like a, uh, like a, like a sheepdog trying to like herd you toward like, Hey, over here, there's a switch over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, ultimately, what he wants you to do, if you've pulled that lever before you go into him, is he wants to chase you down to where the covetous demon is hmm. and fight you there. But I've not fought him. Like, I just read that online. Like, I always ran into this guy before I ran into the lever. Hmm. Uh, and then, you know, so I was like, oh, I can lock on to this guy. Whoa. <laughs> and then and then attack him. And then is like 20 minutes of Benny Hill obnoxious fighting. <laughs> Of him just sprinting away from you, healing, and then as you approach him, throwing corrosive urns at you. <laughs> like, fuck this guy, man. <laughs> that is it's so annoying. I it's amazing. stopped bothering after a while. <laughs> I you, was like, I don't feel like chasing you anymore. I'm just going to go do the rest of this level. <laughs> and then he's fine with that. He just wants to fuck you up a little bit. But like, 
He his his main interest is in chaos, is not in uh <laughs> it's not actually trying to defeat you. <laughs> yeah, I just I staggered him with a hit and I was like, Well you, yeah, you're dead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think he got a backstab off on me when I used when I pulled the lever though. Yeah, that's 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 ultimately what he wants. Yeah. Fucking Maldron. <laughs> Again, I really hope that Maldron just shows up in every area and scholar of the first sin he's like, like new new maldrons <laughs> he's like uh what's the name of the uh of the evil hex guy in uh Aldeus? oh um the uh, uh uh the royal sorcerer navlin yes he's like navlin <laughs> yeah <laughs> except you don't like you don't like unlock him by mistake you just unlock him you by know. turning on the game yes <laughs> like by downloading the dlc yep <laughs> hmm yeah, uh, you mentioned this covetous demon, and that's that, that's kind of where you're headed. You have to uh, you have to take a, a little detour through this big icy cave that has some soul items on the on the floor. Um, I have no idea why there's a covetous demon here because yeah, that, see, that's, that's why, just I'm a character. So, yeah, that's why I'm like un- yeah. like less willing to give them the benefit of the doubt for those uh, snow mages because right after that they do they had covetous demon and like the covetous demon was a boss who had like a story. Mm-hmm. Like he was a guy who was obsessed with uh, uh, what's her head Mitha. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, like there, there's something to the covetous demon. This is just yeah. a snowy covetous demon. Mm-hmm. Like it's I, even have we had we figured out if we've gone back in time? Maybe the they he was in a zoo or something there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that'd be a, that'd be an amazing like zoo exhibit. I just had like this this flash of just kids staring at it, crying <laughs> as he just kind of like tries to roll over onto his back. Um, <laughs> you have to like pay 25 cents to get a handful of hollowed corpses to feed him. <laughs> <laughs> like the, uh, um, the polar bear that tries to attack that Japanese girl. Oh. And hits yeah. The yeah. Glass. yeah. And the poor, like, exactly. <laughs> I, I would, I would want a big thick piece of glass between me and this dude. Yeah. If I was at the covetous zoo. <laughs> um, I don't know if we're traveling through time or not. And like the, the question ends up being important later when we discover some really strong ties of this area to an earlier area. Mm-hmm in the game um like it could be uh, they leave it open either way because it, we know that this is near or related to ferosa mm-hmm. because of im descriptions and the ivor king um so this could just be another kingdom yep. we just travel to and like the idea that like i think i said something about wondering whether we're going back in time and someone on facebook or someone in the comments corrected me and said no you're just going far away because these kingdoms are in ruin mm-hmm. um and that could be true too it just it's just, i don't know for sure and it it's an important question Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, because you do you do time travel a lot in these games, you know, and like, yeah. uh, well, and time so like, almost doesn't matter at all. Like, yeah, all yeah. times exist and are the same. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. It is uh, not like it, it's I could see both cases still. Um, I'm probably falling a little bit on not time traveling at this point. Yeah. Um, and this just being a different area, mostly because that supports my Dring Lake is not <laughs> built on the ashes of Dark Souls one, which has been my contention. Mm-hmm. Uh, forever because ferosa is um or at least parts of <laughs> yeah. it you know parts of it are so i just like that interpretation better mm-hmm. That's yeah. all I'll go for. i mean it just you can make it if, if you're traveling in time you can you can kind of make it fit that the covetous demon is here like yeah. you know people travel all, the, all over the place sometimes and if mm-hmm. you went to a different point of his demony life he could have been you know in in ferosa <laughs> He, he was he was wintering in Ferosa. <laughs> sure. And uh, he loves yeah. to ski. As was the style at the time. Yeah, he just rolls down the hill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, the best I can figure would be that, you know, there was another person who was similar, similarly fixated and just went through the, the same transformation. It's like, just something that happens in this world. Yeah. 
Like if you if you get if you get hungry enough, you just turn into covetous demon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it's, it's not. I mean, it is the least satisfying explanation, but fuck if there's anything else. Yeah. You hear or... the old timer saying, "Oh, he's got the covet." Yeah. <laughs> 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 he came down with a touch of the covet sumption. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it would just be the consumption, but different. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the the consuming. Yep. The um. <laughs> The it, it it is that makes as much sense as anything, but I'm still not quite in benefit of the doubt mode. Yeah. But it's not just like from needed an easy enemy to throw in here. I mean, there's another one that shows up too. Like mm-hmm. they needed something that was formerly a boss and it has that little bit of empowerment, like this used to be a boss and now you're just fighting him as a regular enemy. Mm-hmm. That's kind of fun. Um, but we didn't want to totally reskin it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. He's covered in snow, so he's he's white. Now with, so now is everybody with, who rolls around in the snow. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm covered in snow. <laughs> Um, yeah. yeah, there's nothing to the fight or anything either. It's just like we fought this guy before. It's a bigger arena. Yeah. Did uh did either of you get uh get gobbled up by him this time? Mm-mm. Is nope. it different? Nope. I never. I, I was just curious. Oh, that'd yeah. be neat if it was was different. He, he burps out an ice cube with you in it, <laughs> like uh like the like Captain America. It turns all of your gear into the <laughs> gear from the uh from the spell swords. <laughs> like... Yeah, that'd be, be amazing. <laughs> hmm. Um. Yeah. Um, so you head, uh, you can kind of continue through past some more golems and ice rats and you run into another enemy. Oh, but like, this is the first time we've seen these particular golems though. These giants. Yeah. The giant yeah. That's, that's what I was mentioning is after you get the, uh, oh, yeah. past the, the, the regular golems are running into these new, these new golems. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The fact the, uh, and this is, I guess I didn't, when I mentioned that there wasn't a lot of evidence of, uh, Vendrick being here, I forgot about these guys. Yeah. So that, that's a big, big part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've seen these golems <laughs> before, like they're posted up in, uh, in Drang Lake. Uh, this is the first time we fight them, though. Yeah. So these ones are pretty interesting, um, and they're really interesting environmentally. So like, they're just they're mostly static, but if you kill something near them, they absorb souls, which we as a mechanic we know. Um, but then they turn violent. So you are trying to like, if you can kill the other enemies away from these, they get, they will never aggro. Right. On you, and that's really cool. Like you have to be mindful of when you're where you're dispatching enemies because you can make the fight more difficult. Yeah. Um, and if you are uh, proactive you can actually kill them while they're dormant. Like they have health bars. They won't fight back. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. That's amazing. Yeah. But while you're doing that, other enemies are trying to kill you as well. Yeah. So you I have to be know. careful of like Sonic's, Sonic's the hedgehog, <laughs> uh, trying to, <laughs> trying to backstab you while you're doing that. Yeah. Or bull you over. Yeah. And pretty neat. They do, they do something really cool with these guys a little bit later. Yeah. Um, those, uh, those ice rats killed me more then just the ones in that corridor after the covetous demon <laughs> killed me more than any other enemy in this DLC. <laughs> <laughs> They're bone wheels. I don't know why. I did just cause I couldn't get around them cause it was so narrow. It took so long for it to click that they were bone wheels for me. Mm-hmm. Actually, oh like, really? Like it, it didn't happen immediately, but once I got it, it was like, Oh, I just need to like, you know, tour them over to the side. That's, that's fine. But even still, <laughs> yeah. they kind of cover each other too. They're like multiple ones. Yeah. It kind of is a little bit tricky. You take an elevator up to this uh, up to this tower. Uh, finally, on the other side of this bridge, uh, you know, kind of like for want of a nail, kind of thing. For want of ten feet of bridge, you end up seeing like a whole other <laughs> level inside this level. Um, and uh, this is this is pretty cool too because when you climb to the top of the tower, you find your first uh, Lois Knight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they just uh, when you come in, they're just sitting on these chairs and they just sit up and then teleport out. Yeah. Like kind of give you a nod and teleport out. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why you did this whole section. 
Like that is the reward <laughs> for going through Covetous Demon and going through Assassin Maldron and everything mm-hmm. is to collect these knights. So like in that way, they are adding a lot of kind of uh, content to these areas um, because there's such a concrete reward mm-hmm. at the end of them. Um, and this is the first one we're going to get, but we're going to get all three. Yeah, for this thing, even though you can do it with any number of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I beat it with two extra knights and then like an NPC. Yeah. Summon. But having all three is definitely better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is also, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, this is where you can do the snowball, right? Yes. Okay, cool. Talk yep. about yep. the snowball because I missed it and I only caught it in the notes. Um, on top of this giant mountain, there is a big uh, snowball, like kind of a big uh, boulder that if you attack it, it will roll down the boulder crush a bunch of enemies and then plug up the bridge <laughs> to make a shortcut. And it's real silly. <laughs> like it, it is bowling over a bunch of people with a giant snowball. <laughs> it is exactly what it sounds like. Um, just to create this little shortcut. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's real goofy. I've heard a rumor. I don't know if it's true or not. Maybe you guys would know that you can do that. If you have the uh, Hawk ring on, you can hit it with an arrow and knock it down from the bottom. Oh, Wow. <laughs> With like a, awesome. like a great bow and uh, and the hawk ring, yeah. If That's pretty cool. Just completely skip that entire area. <laughs> if I didn't just, wow, if I didn't just go into D, like, you know, New Game Plus, I would go try that. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah, that that would mean, be we'll really, wait. like, <laughs> yeah, we'll wait, go, go do it now. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, guys, we'll be back in 25 hours. <laughs> yeah. If and speedrunners don't have to go get the knights, like speedrunners don't fight with any of the knights. Um, so that would be a cool speedrun trick if that, you know, I would expect to see that, but I they don't, uh, they just go yeah. and fight it solo bolo. Yeah. Um, huh. Hmm. Uh, there's also a staff that you get at the end of the bridge. Don't use it, it is the slowest staff in the game. Yeah. <laughs> the it's, a, staff. it's like the uh, it's second slowest to the, the chime of screams, mm. um, as far as casting implements, but it is the slowest staff. Mm-hmm. So not not worth using, but very powerful, I guess. Yeah. Um, but just it's not useful in combat. Um, going back through the walls, there's some kind of extra stuff mm-hmm. we can do. Um, so we can go to the uh, uh, the turret room. Mm-hmm. Which one is the turret room, Cole? It's just like one of those big uh, one of those big circular tower. Is this the room with the frozen mimic? Uh, no, is that what you mean? No, that's okay. a, that, that's in the inner walls. This is one that's uh, that that's kind of out uh, um, by the garrison. Like the uh, okay. by, by the optional content bonfire. Mm. Gotcha. Um, yes. Uh, yeah, but this is what just kind of like one of those circular tower rooms. There's a mimic in here. It's not mm-hmm. the frozen mimic. Um, and this mimic kind of ha- contains, if you've been playing all the DLC in order, the last of the uh, the last of the Katarina set. Mm-hmm. Hold on one second. I think your microphone might be doing things again, Alex. Oh, God damn it. Yeah. Sorry, Adjust. It's okay. It's okay. That, that, that audio is usable. I put a marker there so you can cut out that. Track. Oh, okay. Awesome. Yeah, it, it, it only happens for a second and then it kind of dies down. So don't mm-hmm. don't worry about it too much. It's just it's hard okay. to, to yeah, as long as Cole's markering it, I'll just ignore it. Um, sorry about that. Didn't mean to yep. draw everything to a halt yeah. for that. Uh, I just said there's a Katarina set and I'll continue to the next slot. Yep. So I've heard people give the DLC static for making the Katarina sets uh, like too available, <laughs> mm-hmm. which seems weird to me. It's because they regret all the time they wasted grinding for it. Oh, okay. Like it, it, it is, it is the kind of it. Like I don't get it either. Like to me, just because I would never do that. Mm-hmm. You know, like I don't. Like a lot of the problems with Dark Souls Two and with the DLCs in particular that people have, are solved by me by just not grinding. No. <laughs> you know, like I just I don't I don't do that. Um, the little thing at the end with the the Elium Knight Souls or the Elium Lois Souls, mm-hmm. I just didn't mm-hmm. do it. Yeah. 
Like, I just like, okay, like, I'm just not going to do it. I don't need to have everything. I'll just look and see what the things are online. Mm-hmm. And then it was, hey, it's fixed. You know, like, I, I again, I, I see it as a demerit. Mm-hmm. But to me, like, making them available isn't the demerit. The fact that you had to grind for them in the first place is a demerit. Right. And this is them rectifying a mistake. Yeah. You know? What like, is, this, this what is, is the reward for grinding out for a Katarina set? Like, how good about yourself do you feel when you finally <laughs> get it, really? You get to dress as a big fact dude <laughs> which is great no one hates yeah. that yeah but like if you spend you know five hours or something grinding out this thing yeah it, like, it's a mentality i don't know yeah i don't get like i would never do it yeah. <laughs> i wouldn't take it away from somebody who does want to do it no it, yeah, it's yeah it's fine if you like it well from did <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, you're, so you're right there with them yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I was i was just curious I, I suspected that that was the answer but uh there are there are some sides of the community that i just have no insight into yeah so yeah i thought just, the, I can't the, the show was going to be you guys explaining this stuff to me yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, well i explained why they're mad i just can't explain uh you know it still doesn't make sense to me yeah. um, <laughs> i can't i can't make it uh i can't make you into that mentality and again i'm not i don't mean to take it away from everybody i'm not trying to talk shit about that if that if getting everything is part of the fun for you mm-hmm. but when it's not fun like it might be worth questioning yeah that, that's my only point yep. um on top of the the storeroom which is those three uh uh frozen chest you can get the uh sorcerer's twin blade mm-hmm. um which is a twin blade that has really good intelligence scaling and then also with the strong attack will cast spells yeah so pretty neat it's supposed to be pretty good i've never used it yeah. but it's supposed to be a pretty neat weapon uh, yeah, this is at least the second item in the DLC, previously the Pilgrim Spontoon, that is a regular weapon that acts as a catalyst. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is pretty yeah. neat. Like, it continues the trend of uh, varying up PvP builds. Yeah, carry, uh, create, encouraging those fighter mage yeah. kind of things. Um, you go to the Zelda torch door, <laughs> and that opens up this cave with this like crazy amphitheater with uh, retainers on the outside of it. And at the end, or within are two flexile sentries. Yeah. I'm kind of guarding things. Which, like again, just, the Flexile yeah. Sentry, kind of a thing. It was weird yeah, when just, it showed up in the Shaded Woods, but at least there it was close to Aldia, so... Yeah, now, just like, I don't know why you're here, buddy. Just on loan from the Aldia collection, <laughs> as per usual. Um, you're, you want to get the... You're gonna, going here to get the Garrison Ward key to open up the optional area. Um, but more importantly, to get the Bone Fist, <laughs> yep. which is rad as hell. Did you get this, Alex? Have I you played with this, this thing? I haven't used it. Oh, oh man, no, at least put no, it on I need for to use a this bit. bone fist. <laughs> it it gives you a kung fu move set. <laughs> like all of your moves turn like your running attack is a jump kick. Like everything it's turns amazing. into awesome. Yeah, everything turns into this like badass melee kung fu set. Gary, it's really cool. Tell them what happens when you power stance. You hadouken. <laughs> You're kidding me. <laughs> no. <laughs> God damn it, that is amazing. So Yeah. New game plus, go back again, get the second one. Yeah, or you can you can grind for it in the optional area. If Ugh. you the uh, the enemies that are in the optional area can drop it if you are a phantom, but they won't drop it for you if you're a host. Mm, okay, so you, uh, you can go so, there and if so you go there, help out a few times. New game plus, go go back and get the second <laughs> one. Yeah, uh, and 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 then you uh, you're power stancing the bone fist, and you're rad. Mm. They do ridiculous amounts of uh, poise damage mm-hmm. um, for how quick they attack. Um, it's a really cool weapon. Yeah. It's really fun. I mean, um, and that's a carryover from uh, Dark Souls 1, the dragon bone. Yeah, it is, this is just, it's more so. Yep. <laughs> like, it just changes the entire moveset. And, like, this moveset was in previews of the game, and people were like, oh, they cut this from Dark Souls 2 <laughs> forever. And then it just shows up in the, the third DLC 
as a thing. That's Pretty fantastic. rad. Fantastic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. If you go if you go up to where that uh, invisible elite knight was, you can also use the uh, Pharos device to get Durgos hat, which extends your bow range. A little which underwhelming. I love that thing. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, yeah and it looks it, cool. It looks really cool. It looks like a pork pie hat. Mm-hmm. It, you, it has like a thing on your eye. Oh. So you put it on and you become this like. Wait, am I thinking of the right thing? Um, I, put... Go ahead. Yeah, I'm not sure. I, I imagine Cole is looking it up now. Yes. And yeah. we'll clean it up in post. I can't remember if it has a thing on, on the... Uh, I just remember looking at it from the back. I didn't get a close look at it. Yes, it does have like a little armature that uh, hangs over the eye. Yeah, it makes you look like this like crazy cyberpunk <laughs> like uh, archer thing. Like, you know, it's almost like you're the... Um, Yule Brenner in Westworld after. <laughs> it's very cool. Nice. I, I'm glad Yule Brenner made it. <laughs> in. <laughs> into, yeah. in. Into an episode. It's, yes. been, it's been a long two years, guys. <laughs> um, but yeah, pr- pr- pretty great. Um, kind of continue through inside the, uh, the inner walls. Um, you eventually get invaded by castaway witch Donna. Um, which is kind of neat. What um, is that? Castaway Witch Donna. <laughs> yeah, Donna, like from accounting. Yep. Like <laughs> Castaway Witch Donna, Donna from accounts uh, payable. <laughs> yeah, she's joined by Archer Janice. Yeah, Archer Archer Janice from the temp pool. <laughs> and really uh, nice. Archer, she, uh, she Archer Kirk, the intern. Candy on her desk. <laughs> yeah. So people will talk to her. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Castaway Witch Donna. I'm on to you, Donna. Yeah. Um, and she, uh, she, she will silence you, mm-hmm. um, and then she has a golem around her, which she kind of uses as a as a bodyguard, which is cool. Yeah, this is tough. It took me like three or four tries to take her down. Yeah, she's uh, hard. Yeah, um, your reward is another Lois Knight. Yep, of course. Sure. And, and something we're not talking about is how the second go around in this is aided a little bit by the fact that uh, there are shortcuts opening up. Like, mm-hmm. really, there, there are doors that only open from one side. We're going to see that here in kind of this next uh, the, the, this next run up. But uh, we're not calling out a specific one. It's just because this long, sprawling walk that you took before uh, all of a sudden is kind of like truncated. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, the last last night you find kind of in the inner wall um, back where you have the uh, the frozen mimic uh, who unfrozen now returns to his uh, form, relying on you to recognize something is different here. Yeah. Yeah, I was expecting when I came back there for him just to be walking around. Oh, yeah. I was really disappointed that he wasn't. <laughs> I thought that would be a cool twist. Like, he got, he got, you know, he was frozen in his transformed state and he just decided to, like, kind of stalk the hall. Think about what that means for the person who was, like, somebody was saved by the fact that everything froze over. He was yeah, in the process until they died. Of, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? hmm. Yeah. They were, in, they in were the future, there's pull. a corpse in that room, too, isn't there? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I, I think there probably is. Like, there's, um, there's corpses in almost every room. Yeah. <laughs> in, yeah, that's in, in, true. <laughs> eventually you stop noticing them. I like the idea of everything getting frozen and them extracting the uh, uh, mimic DNA. And in the future, some like mad scientist making mimic park. <laughs> where it, and just all these kids go through and just like some boxes are fine. Some boxes are mimics. Welcome to Tre- mimic park. Treasure trust DNA. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Um, this room is tough yeah this is right the fact that these like, that everybody's a caster really makes it uh like you like you step out in the doorway and it's like nope 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 you, you do you do like a han solo turnaround 
Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. And right after it's really tough too, where they, mm-hmm. these golems that are guarding the chest, <laughs> which is an awesome way to play with that mechanic. Mm-hmm. Because if you can attack them like Cole is saying, you can attack them before they animate. Once you kill one of them, he will power up the other two. Yep. So yeah. like you have to either like keep them at the same HP and just try to kill them all with one final like big swipe or just kind of deal with it, you know, one way or another, like kill yeah. one of them, but be far enough away that like you can funnel the other two. Yeah. Even if they're not, you know, gigantic in size, their attacks can basically fill a room. They have tremendous yeah. reach. So having two of them in such a limited, you know, limited space uh, will make your life really, really difficult. Yeah. 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 Um, Inside this chest is the curved Nil Greatsword, which, for all intents and purposes, is uh, Shiva of the East Murakamo. Yeah, looks just like it, except it's got a different kind of mechanic, um, which is kind of cool. They found out through through testing. It scales in power based on how what new game you're on. Mm-hmm. So it maxing out at new game plus nine. Mm. Um, it gets to, to maximum power. So man, pretty that cool. Is, that is playing through a video game a lot of times. <laughs> yeah. Man, uh, Lobos right now is doing like his just like slow playthrough of new game through like he got a subscriber milestone is just going up through new game plus seven mm-hmm. and each wow. new game just doing a different uh, build. And he's just kind of been doing it whenever he has off time. And then like on my YouTube feed, it'll be like uploaded part 56. <laughs> Lobos, you know, the slow playthrough of Dark Souls 2 new game plus one through new game plus wow. seven. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that man. Yeah, he's, he's some he, some call him a hero. I like doff me. my cap to him. Yeah, that guy that guy's incredible. Um, also, just like the nicest dude in the world. Yep. Um, like, hey, I'm right <laughs> here. <laughs> yeah, like, here, the, oh, the nicest dude in North America. I, I'm comfortable with that. Hey, okay. I'm right here. <laughs> <laughs> the nicest guy in in Texas. That could that could be true. <laughs> okay. Yeah, the nicest I'm, guy in Lobos' living room. Yeah, George yeah. W. Bush is like, hey, <laughs> Gary, you just made the president sad. That's that's fine. <laughs> um, war criminal. Uh, <laughs> wow, <laughs> kind of hard hitting political hey. opinion to come to bonfireside chat for. <laughs> Gary Butterfield taking a stance. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like highly controversial stance that George W. Bush is a monster. So. <laughs> uh, I, I I'm the one who gets the email, Gary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. he might be a monster but wouldn't you like to have a beer with him huh no <laughs> like oh, i don't want to like talk sports with like that dude sounds awful no, that, that was, that was why he got with... elected do you not remember that, that, that joke I, I, no, I, I do remember it but it was oh, perplexing okay. to me then yeah he's a recovering yeah, yeah. alcoholic you couldn't have a beer yeah. with him yeah it sounds That's awful fair. yeah uh, i'd like to i'd like to have a, a quick two to the the yellow snort with him i'd like to take <laughs> <laughs> I, like to, I like to take a white ride with him. If you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. But I, I'm not going to do, I'm not going to drink a beer with him. <laughs> a little bit of the, the frigid waste, you know? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I, might, I might stick some Ilium Loist up his, up his nasal cravity, but. Cravity. like to. <laughs> Jesus. Oh. So, so there's another night at the end of all this. Yeah. And then Would you, you say that there's a night at the end of the tunnel? Yep. <laughs> yes, there's a night at yes. the end of the tunnel. Um, yes, yes. Yes, very, very good. Um, yeah, so you get, you get your night, you, you've collected them all. So now you're ready to fight the boss. Yeah. Which requires yeah, you to go back to the uh, to the cathedral in order to make your final stand. And I'm mm-hmm. so excited, Gary, because we can talk about the uh, the entrance into the arena. Yeah, is this the most metal thing, like in Dark Souls, all of it? Like this is it's pretty amazing. Pretty metal. Yeah. And then like, man, the entry of the Ivory King, I mean that's getting ahead of it. But like, man, when he comes in, holy shit. Yeah. Like presentation wise, this is like a twelve out of ten. Yeah, this is showy yeah. as fuck. Yeah. 
in in a way that like if Dark Souls did it all the time, I wouldn't dig. Mm-hmm. But it just stands out in contrast, you know, and has this feeling of like this is the last DLC. Like here is a this is a final boss encounter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was really impressive. Like when that door kind of came up, I was like, oh, this guy's going to fuck me up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it, I mean, that's my reaction to most things in this game. To be yeah. <laughs> like that hedgehog and then the uh, hexer. <laughs> um, Donna, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> Janice, are you just going to watch? Janice, I chipped it on your cake. Yeah. I chipped it on your cake. <laughs> We, we should we should actually say what the entrance is because we've just been oh, doing yeah. is it metal or not so there's this uh there, there, there's a fog gate but when you step through it it's this circular aperture in the floor and mm-hmm. you just take a leap like you're going into the abyss and all these knights jump with you and you're falling down this tunnel and you can see that there's light at the bottom of this tunnel um except you land in this platform that is in the middle of the very gut of hell yeah right very familiar looking hell yeah yeah yeah, like this. This looks like where the bed of you know. This is like there. Are, there are bed of chaos branches everywhere. Yeah, and and lava. Like this, it recalls Isleth enough that I can't. Like I feel like it has to yeah. be connected directly. It also recalls like a, a more fiery version of Amana too. With, oh with, sure, with, with the with the roots and stuff above. Yeah, like sure. I've, yeah, I've never been able to shake that. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I I didn't catch that at the time. It's interesting that you say that. Like, for me, I just like I was so bowled over by Isolithness. <laughs> but yeah. I when I I was just I was when I was falling, I just looked. At, I was like, this is majestic as fuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and you're on this big circular platform, and it's it, this is this is a thing that they've never done for a uh, a boss fight where this is like a brawl. Mm-hmm. Like this is you bringing a bunch of your buddies, like up to like you can bring your four knights and then two NPCs. Mm-hmm. So it could be seven people you've brought down here, <laughs> like including yourself, yeah. um, versus this stream of charred lois knights mm-hmm. that come out. You and roll, uh, you roll deep, they roll deep. Exactly. Um, or actually, they roll deep no matter what. Yeah, you can roll. <laughs> Rolling deep is optional. They're just going to roll deep. Yeah. Um, and the uh, you want to bring the your Lois Knights down because they can sacrifice themselves to freeze over the the gates mm-hmm. that bring out the Lois Knights. Because if you don't do that, you're going to end up having to fight uh, Char Lois Knights at the same time that you fight the Ivory King. So this is this yeah. is a, like horde mode. It's, it's a tremendous like overture to the to what the actual fight is going to be. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I can't say enough about the reveal of uh, of, of the charred ivory king, right? Like yeah. when, when when just like that the the field of light just raises up between those two pillars, and just it turns into door and he walks out, and it's one of those. He things. walks out on a little on a, a glowing platform of fire. Mm-hmm. Like Here, if, if you look at out. it really closely, like yeah. there's like like a little red carpet that gets rolled out of flame, yeah. like of glowing redness. But the action doesn't he, stop. He, yeah, he doesn't. Uh, he doesn't walk out. He struts out. Yep, he does strut out. He owns this place. <laughs> he does. And uh, you know, the like the actual fight with him is really good too. Like he's he's false a lot. Yeah, 
Yeah. And we, we've already fought a false a false false alant. <laughs> and this is false 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 alant. Which which is cool though, because that fight's really good. And this one has an entirely different environment. So mm -hmm. like his moveset is not so tricky. You know, like his he's not that interesting. Like a one-on-one -on -one fight with him with him would not be so interesting. It would still be good. Like it'd be a fair dual style fight. But the whole point is this is happening in the middle of a battlefield, and you have to have brought enough help to where you can actually duel this guy in the middle mm -hmm. of this kind of raging chaos. Yeah. Which again, just like I, I'm always going to be happy when Dark Souls does something they haven't done before. Mm -hmm. And this is for sure something that the game has never done before. So this is amazing to me, you know, because it wasn't until I played this that I, you know, realized Dark Souls 2 proper doesn't really have a, a climax. Mm -hmm. it, you, no, it does not. You have the reveal of, you know, Vendrick, which is a very effective anti-climax. Like you think that you are walking into something majestic and it turns out to be, you know, tragic instead you know which kind of supports a little bit of the theming like this is the you know you know i didn't realize that i was missing this in my life until i experienced it yeah mm -hmm. yeah and it's it, the uh the souls games have done weird things like demon souls one has the the fight with with false king a lot which does feel like a climax dark souls also has a weird kind of structure to it mm -hmm. As far as climax, where like you could argue like the climax of that game is Ornstein and Smo, yeah, and running into the you know, but that happens halfway through the game. Um, so like that's kind of weird too. This is the first time we've had like an actual like it feels video gamey in a way that if Dark Souls did it all the time, I would dislike. Mm -hmm. Like I said before, but the fact that it's like kind of giving me this weird little like over the top uh, spectacle for once in the series, I'm pretty into it. <laughs> yeah, and also they built they built up to it. It feels like they earned it. Uh, you yeah, know, yeah I agree. We, we, we've established, you know, just how, like, what, what a huge threat this chaos is when throughout the, the entire rest of this kind of chapter in the series, we've been fighting, uh, you know, against the against the dark, right? Yeah. It's been this one zoomed-in look at this one corrupting force. But if you remember from Dark Souls 1, there, there, there are lots of corrupting forces that each take their own, you know, their, their own shape, right? Mm-hmm. And so, like, there are multiple factors that kind of just, like, have been ha have been ripening over the course of this entire DLC and maybe, like, parts of the game, you know, proper to actually bear some fruit that just really, really is satisfying. It's, like, the best possible way they could have, like, if somebody was like, oh, shit, we forgot about the chaos. <laughs> like, what do we do? It's, like, the best, most elegant way of you know, patching over that, mm -hmm. you know, like this, it's really satisfying. Like it makes like all of the DLCs uh, kind of have a weird, like the, the second one is most connected to the main game. It feels like, but mm -hmm. they all have their own kind of standalone stories. Yeah. And this one has the most kind of traditional satisfying arc mm -hmm. to it. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm way into it. And like the, the, the just the presentation, like yeah. is, will will stick with me for, you know, for forever i always hate saying stuff like that like when earth died i knew i'd remember it forever but the, the truth is i probably will remember that forever that just doesn't mean that much right there are lots of things i remember forever like when i first memorized my social security number i knew i'd remember it forever you know like not that big a deal yeah but i probably this probably will stick with me is what i'm what i'm trying to say yeah yeah it is it, it, it is sticky it is resonant i don't know what to make of it <laughs> like in terms of the greater the greater cosmology because we have we we have we have the chaos elsewhere. Like this is this is represented, yeah. With uh, with uh, with the lost sinner, right? So the lost sinner, like yeah, like tried to restart the flame, and mm -hmm. there's almost nothing to that. Mm -hmm. Like we know that to be true, but they don't elaborate on that at all, right? 
right? Like I was trying to square this with the Lost Center too, and that's like we keep just like well maybe they'll answer in this. <laughs> uh, I would love it. Like one of the things I think they're going to try to do is clean up the story in the yeah. main game a lot during Scholar, and I hope they clean up that yeah. and don't try to justify it with this. Right. Like I don't think it needs to be connected. Yeah. Like to me, this stands on its own as like a. Oh, there was the serious threat in the world. We've been dealing with a fallout of Manus, mm-hmm. you know, in the past. Um, because regardless of where Dark Souls 2 takes place and where Drang Lake is, everyone accepts that it is later. Mm-hmm. You know, so like chronologically it's yeah. in place. We know that we're dealing with Manus and the fallout from that. There is also this huge other fuck up. Yeah. You know, and this as kind of like somebody came across that and built this kind of civilization or this uh, the city, you know, to kind of that served as a gatekeeper and then was ultimately corrupted by it um, is like a, is a standalone satisfying narrative to me, mm-hmm. you know, that I can make fit mm-hmm. with the rest of the series as long as I ignore the Lost Center stuff. Yeah. So I'm hoping and to me, that stuff is so much like less satisfying. Like I excuse me, like I like the Lost Center, but I can't figure out where it stands. Yeah. You know, it, like we don't know who was, built that prison. It's probably one of the least interesting, like major figures in the game, the Lost Center. Yeah. Or at least like least developed. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like we like like we know that. So that the Bastille, like we think Dring like that's or that's where Vendrick kept his his undead. You know, we know that stuff. But why the Lost Center is there, why it is by Belfry Luna, all those things like we don't actually know. There's like good guesses out there, but Mm -hmm. it's not, you know, it is it is not very contained in a way that this is and makes me prefer this. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to ask this question and it's going to sound like I have an agenda, an agenda behind it, but I really don't. Does, Did the Holocaust happen? No, no. Do, do, does this does this necessarily Did we the moon <laughs> does this necessarily have to be Lost Isolith, or is the chaos something like the dark in that it is a it is a force that can kind of be kindled and you know set aside? Could 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 something similar pop up if at a later point in history somebody else tried to relight the first flame um, and create a very similar set of circumstances? It could, but there's no precedent for it. Like the dark has a precedent of being a corrupting, spreading force, mm-hmm. you know, that like is something that we have to be continuously on watch for. The chaos doesn't yeah. like the chaos has previously been established as one kind of thing, right. you know, and and like you're right, like it could be something like uh, the lost sinner did this again and it just created a new mm-hmm. uh, like a, a bed of chaos and new Isolith. Mm-hmm. But that like that would be the first time that happened, whereas like the way that the, they treat the dark in Dark Souls 2 is consistent with the series. Yeah. Also, you the know? fact that they call this the old. The blank. old chaos. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. And everything else that has been the old, the old dragon slayer, the dark chasm of old. Like, that is their way of, of, of you know, signifying that it is the, you know, OG, right? And yeah. I, I think that I fall probably a little bit more firmly onto the space travel as opposed to time travel side. Um, you know, just because it also alludes to the fact that, oh, this is a land far to the north. And if you, you know, put any credence into some of the stuff that they were saying, uh, pre-release explaining like, oh, if Dark Souls one takes place in the North Pole, then Dark Souls two takes place in the South. Right. Right. Like this could be far enough away that it actually, this might be over the site. Like I'm not one of those people that searches for the connection to say, ha ha, this is Lordran, but this is probably the most compelling case that I've seen. It's the most compelling case for me too. Like I would like, and and it's so far and partly just because it supports my, my prejudices 
that like I did not think that Drang Lake was was Anne Orlando or what have you. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, because if if it is, if this is moving back to you know, this is this is to the north and it's near Ferosa, mm-hmm. which we know to be a separate kingdom. Right. You know, and if that is over where uh, Los Isleth is, which is over Anne Orlando. Mm-hmm. Like this has a better case for being the area from Dark Souls One than anything I've seen in the game yeah. so far. So, pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I like it a lot. Um, yeah, it's a little. I mean, so if we want to talk about dangling threads, we just kill the <laughs> Ivory King. We don't actually solve any uh, chaos problems. Nope. All we nope. do is put him uh, put him to peace, and then we leave. <laughs> yep. So it's like it's like when your apartment gets cockroaches and you move. Yeah. Like that is what we, we've done. Yeah. And uh, we're also led to believe by what happens afterward that uh, Alana just kind of just lets it go. Like you served. Yeah. She, you know, you've 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 answered her wish. You put her husband uh, out of his misery. Right. You brought peace to him. And, um, you know, like you can go back and try and rescue more of these knights by getting more of their souls and giving them to her, but there's really no resolution to, you know, what happens to the, to, you know, to the chaos. No, or to the kingdom or anything like that. Yeah. Um, which is kind of like the, you can't really do that. Like that's not a thing that happens in dark souls. Like right. they couldn't be like the sun comes out <laughs> and then there's just the NPCs walking around everywhere, yeah. you know, like, <laughs> um, sleepily. Yeah. That, that'd be amazing. Hello, Bosmer. You know, <laughs> the, the, uh, the what what she does is as you give her more souls, she trusts you more. So she she takes away the the kind of the fortifications that she has until you can walk up to her, and eventually when you walk to up to her, she'll give you her soul. Yeah. Um, you can also kill her with a bow, <laughs> uh, which I did because I didn't want to grind and I wanted to get her soul. Yeah. I felt bad about it, but yeah. well, <laughs> she's good. She's a good lady. She's we good need lady. fifty to get up to her. That's like ridiculous. that is a lot. It should have been five. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> like it, it should, you know, I, I'm willing to put, I would put an hour into that. Yeah. Because they don't drop every time either. You could go down there, kill the three or four people that pop up, not get any, and have to yeah. do it all over again. <laughs> this... their, um, their drop rate is higher when you are summoned help. Mm-hmm. So it is kind of meant to encourage you to stick around and help other people with this like cool brawl that you were just in. Which I kind uh, of get, but the yeah. number is still too high. Uh, it also uh, the 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 odds of these dropping lowers if you're wearing anything that uh, that raises item drop because it makes them drop gear instead. Oh yeah, it's funny that for all intents and purposes, this is a covenant. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, it's like not you're turning you rewards. Yeah, it's like you know, servants of Aslana or something like that, right? <laughs> huh. And the ultimate reward is to get is to get to see her skimpy ass clothes. Yeah, yep, <laughs> and, and her her sad posture. Yeah, and and also <laughs> and also a katana that will heal you and those around you. Yeah, which is pretty cool. Yeah, that's yeah. very cool. Yeah, and out of um uh the Ivory King's soul, you can make two things. One of which is his sword, which is really fun, which is the the great sword, and then the other one is a lightsaber. <laughs> so <laughs> you, you can get out of this game very easily, becoming somebody who can do hadoukens and light and use a lightsaber. <laughs> like come out of this DLC, it's pretty crazy. Wearing a gigantic treasure chest for a head, yep, <laughs> and, and a huge fat body, <laughs> like it, it's nuts. Yeah. Um, but let's get to demerits. Let's let's talk about the uh, frigid outskirts. Oh Jesus! I'm you know, um, so so full disclosure. I bounced right off of this. I got killed by it by by an ice horse, and I was like, "Fuck this!" Well, <laughs> yeah, it takes. It, I can't blame you. It is the worst boss run up in Dark Souls history. Like in <laughs> so in, bad. and no joke. Like 
it is so there's no way to do this quickly and there's no way to like i couldn't figure out a way to even do it like consistently like i would go down there so you go you take you ride a coffin down this like fun little slalom <laughs> um and you get down to this area and there's a there's a blizzard going on um which i think is kind of cool like it's it's like a cool idea yeah. you know they're yeah. messing with your visibility i wish they hadn't done it so much better in the the shady woods mm-hmm. you know where like i like that visibility fuck this is like every once in a while they're just whiteouts you don't really know where to go or what's down here. It's huge, huge, huge. You can just kind of see a ruin in the distance. And that's all there is of like oh. a string of ruins. If you're pointed in the right direction, yeah. when the snow yeah. clears, you can see a ruin in the distance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you, you, and eventually I just memorized like, okay, I just need to find this landmark and turn this degree this way. Mm. But that's not a good thing. That means just means I did it a billion times. Yeah. Um, that's attrition. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It, one, it wore me down. Yeah. I despawned all of the horses in this thing. <laughs> that, that's amazing because <laughs> there there are lots of them. Yeah. Like yeah. they spawn, they're not necessarily there. They spawn when there are blizzards. Mm-hmm. Well, no, like, they're 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 only visible when there are blizzards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, they're there regardless of which. So there are like a set number, but there are a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, and these like cool thunder mares. Yeah, they were fighting. <laughs> they look they look like the horse colossus. Here's yeah. the here's the thing. They look like evil Santa's reindeer. Just bringing <laughs> oh, it on that's back. True. That's true. Um, add, adding the uh, the whole, putting it all together, the grand Santa Claus theory of <laughs> the universe. Santaverse. Yeah, the Santaverse. Um, well, every king is Santa. <laughs> you can make a case for Vendrick and uh, Gwyn. <laughs> yeah. 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 All, all Santa-like in their, their <laughs> countenances. And no one's ever seen the Ivory King's face. Yeah. He never uh, lifted his helmet in public. <laughs> It's he true. Lifts his helmet just, also, he's, also yeah, he sneaks in at nighttime, so you're yeah, asleep. Exactly. <laughs> he, he comes down your your chimney. The, um, well, I'm, I'm so happy. Like I was, I was worried that we were not going to have like our usual holiday episode. Like you know, we did Parasite Eve and such and such, and we were going to do. I won't say what we were going to do for uh, WAF before Mara Wind ran over. But uh, mm-hmm. this this is our Christmas episode on the network. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. I mean, to be um, honest, like it, this area directly contributed to my level of homesickness <laughs> because I when it gets towards Christmas, I really miss the snow in Michigan and there is no snow in Ireland. It's the rainiest, grossest like wintertime you've ever seen. Same. And so I would just play through this and I'd be like, oh, isn't it so lovely? Ah, oh, fuck, I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> I, I also had a, that could also have something to do with my uh, my affection for wintry zones and games too. the fact that I don't really have snow here. Mm. in portland um yeah is it snowy outside where you're at cole yeah right now it is yeah. <laughs> like i wasn't gonna rub it in you got a mug uh, of hot cider that sounds awesome i have a uh, i have a bottle of water uh, uh, hot water no it's, it's <laughs> um, pretty it's pretty cold the uh and to, and not to totally get into pre-plugs but if you're into a christmas thing on the network you should uh check out on christmas day maybe a little bit of something for me and brayton hmm just a little bit, a little something we call the Teenage Dirtbags preview Christmas Ooh. special. <laughs> so, yeah, enjoy that. Anywho, um, so essentially, you're just this is a huge like quagmire to kind of make your way through. There are two NPC summons. You can get uh, Bessa Fiva and uh, and Vengarl here, but they will likely get die die or get worn down by death horses on your way to the boss. Yep, I had them despawn 
actually like you wandered too far away and they and they just like leave yeah did you really i didn't know that happened yeah it is it is just it is crazy like it's just this area is too big um i just spent so much time just lost here and like eventually i could fight the stallions it was just boring to do so and was a drain on my resources uh because these uh the there's a really hard boss at the end of this too like this is gonna be the shortest amount of time we spent talking about an area compared to how much time I spent in it. Oh Jesus. Because there's just not that much of interest. Like there's a there's a couple of ruins, there's one with a healing pool in it, which is really handy. Like I have a lot of memories of me trying to like chest bump Van Garl into the healing pool <laughs> so he heal himself. Um but really you're just kind of making your way down to this uh this canyon that leads to the boss area where you fight two other of the king's pets. Yeah, Lud uh, and Zalin. Yep. Who are just uh, two Evas. Um, <laughs> Let's start. One's black, right? Yep. They're, I think they're both black, aren't they? Yeah, they're both they're both dark, darker. Um, I'm colorblind, so one might be like dark purple or something. I didn't notice it, but like they are, they are dark. Yeah, they're different colored pets. And the main one. And depending on how many people you have with them, uh, Zalin joins in like a certain percentage of the way through. And whichever one, when one of them dies, the other one gets supercharged. And that's it for these guys. Like, they're pretty much just a, if you like to fight Ava, here's two Avas. <laughs> a- except for that I had no trouble with Ava, and I cannot beat Ludden's all in to save my life. Well, part of it just has to be the, the lack of morale for making that 20-minute fucking <laughs> slog every time. Like, that's Isn't what it got me. It's like, man, I could do this. Like, if I could just have a bonfire outside this door, like, I feel like I could I would get this pretty quick. But I, And I ended up beating it, but I was so mad at the end. <laughs> like, just like, ah... God, I, I just I hate going through the fridge outskirts. Like, I like how it looks. I like the idea of it. But man, is it too big and too sloggy? It's almost if they did this kind of a of of the snow effects in the actual castle, it, it might hmm. be great because then you could still see the walls and stuff. So you'd sort of still know where to go even when it was white out. You'd have orientation. Yeah, yeah like play with your visibility a little bit, but not totally occlude it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, from, uh-huh. a, from a lore perspective, this is the only black mark that we can see on the Ivory King's human rights record. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not even that bad comparison to like compared to, you know, hunting, hunting them people for sport. For sport. Yeah. Yeah, because Lud and Zalin are there to mercy kill exiles that they send out to, you know, to, to certain death in these ways. Yeah. Yeah. So like if you can make it through the waste, if you don't want to freeze to death, you can go get killed by cats. <laughs> like neither of which sounds great. Cool. Yeah, to, to me, you can get cool for cats. I, um, I would, I would choose to just not die, mm. but that's just me. Like if I had my brothers, I would yeah, just prefer gotta, to not die. You got to get on uh, the Ivory King's good side. Is that why Castaway Witch Donna's so angry? Did she <laughs> fight her way back? I guess. Yeah, she is a castaway. Huh? That could be. I don't know. That is that is a totally reasonable explanation. Because <laughs> that that is your reward for beating Lud and Zalin is a teleporter that brings you back inside the city. <laughs> so like I mean that's mechanically it's like okay fine, but also like in the in the game thing it's like if you can actually make it through here you kind of think of it as this trial like if you can make it through the frigid waste and get past my pets yeah then you can make your way back into the city trial by ordeal yeah, yeah. It, so it maybe would, that's what it would, be, it would be so much better if instead of giant killer cats it was like a pug and a corgi. 
yeah. then <laughs> super easier to get past those pets. <laughs> but but like morally more difficult. I couldn't oh. I couldn't kill a pug or a corgi. No, you could not. Well, Murder yeah. nature's most beautiful creatures. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it, and it was just like you just have to not you just have to resist petting them until you freeze to death. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the end of the shining. <laughs> yep. <laughs> or like that uh that one part in God of War where you're like you're going through hell and your daughter's hanging on your leg. <laughs> like the the corgi's just like jumping up on you and trying to get pets. And you have to just keep pushing like tap axe to push the dog off so you can get to the teleporter. <laughs> Do a quick time event to avoid rubbing his belly. <laughs> his belly, his little belly. <laughs> oh, they they'd probably be like uh, uh Burmese mountain dogs. Yeah. If it, if it was really uh Yeah. That's that a great is a Burmese mountain dog. They're cool. They're yeah. big beast dogs. They're yeah, like they're they're awesome. Look at look at pictures of them. They're like as tall as a lady. Yeah, they're they're ridiculous oh, giant. Well, how tall and, is this lady though? No, I mean they're, they're a tall lady. About dog height. Yeah, <laughs> about oh, the size okay. of a corgi. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're getting punchy, guys. Yeah, we got we got to move this along. Yeah. So so with the worst optional area and the worst boss run up in Dark Souls history. Yeah, the third DLC ends. <laughs> yep. The third DLC um, and possibly my favorites, I yeah. think. Yeah, other than like I think I like the boss fights in Iron King more mm-hmm. um, just because they're so solid. Not necessarily for presentation, because the presentation of the Iron King boss fight is incredible. Mm-hmm. But they are like mechanically, like the feel of my controller, I like Suralan and the Fume Knight more. Mm-hmm. Um environmentally, I think this is the most striking and, and most like just pleasant for me to be in. Yeah. So like in retrospect this makes the crown of the sunken king worse i think yeah like it, like a little bit of the shine is off the apple on that one it's still great mm-hmm. however it's it's just it's kind of hard to like it, it doesn't stand up to either to either of these yeah and especially yeah. visually mm-hmm. like it's so kind of just brown and ugly at least for the first half of it like i actually like sunken king a lot once you get inside the the temple mm-hmm. um prior to that though like that part is not as impressive to me now yeah the fight fight with sin though is probably my favorite like creature boss fight in the game it's pretty good yeah that fight's so much fun it's the only time like you fought a dragon and it behaves like a dragon like Mm -hmm. it really feels like a dragon you know yeah i really really like that uh, at the at the beginning of the episode here, Alex, you uh, you know alluded to the fact that this probably wasn't your favorite of the DLCs. Um, can you can you expound upon that now that we've spoken about it? Uh, it was really just I would I got I mean we kind of talked about it a little bit throughout, but I just got so sick of fighting those half frozen night things mm-hmm. to when I was going through the castle again. Like I was just like, I get it. And and also I had no idea I was supposed to get the Knights for a long time. So then I was like, Oh, I'll just pop through and get it. And then no, it didn't work out that way. And it took me, you know, an extra few days to go get them. Um, Cause like I said, uh, I'm very bad at this game. (laughs) I love it with all my heart and I am so bad at it. Uh, But yeah, I just, if it was, yeah, like you said, Cole, if it was a little bit more different, the second time through, it might have it might have colored it for me. Yeah. But I think my favorite, like my favorite DLC, was probably Sunken King. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I but I really liked this one. Like this this is you know almost as good as that one to me. Yeah, yeah. They're all like really like kind of amazing value propositions. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like they're such good chunks of of content. Regardless yeah. of which, and the best stuff that's in the game. 
Like, it's kind of weird that, like, the best levels from Dark Souls 2 are these DLCs, which is, like, part of what makes me really excited about Scholar of the First Sin is because, like, I feel, I feel like From recognizes some of the things that make Dark Souls 2 not as as powerful as the first one, and they're doing what they can do, yeah. you know? Either through, like, DLC, like, there's probably, like, I have an essay somewhere in me of, like, DLC as apology, um, because, like, that happens with this. Like, it happens in a big way in Bioshock Infinite. Um, it happens in Dishonored 2, where, like, developers will do DLC as kind of this, like, hey, we know we kind of fucked up. Here's what we would have done with unlimited time, you know, and after having hear, heard the criticism. And, like, that sounds like it's a bad thing, but it's not. You know, like, I like the idea of companies trying to do better and recognizing when they fucked up. Sure, they, they understand they have a relationship with the their fan base. Yeah, it's an evolving thing. Like, it's not, you know, just like... It's not like I've written this piece of art. It has to stand above criticism. It's more like, well, you know what? I wish I would have thought of that. Mm -hmm. Or like, oh, well, you know what? I would have liked to have had, you know, this kind of different level design, but we kind of ran out of time. Yeah. yeah. And there's no way to play test these games to the extent that they will get played by people once they're released. Yeah. Or so in the like, same way they're looked at. Like yeah. other games don't have like what we do or what Vadi does or what Lobos does. Right. You know, like the Souls community is nuts. Mm -hmm. So, like, they can't really account for that right. when they're making the game. What I think makes these successful is that they're actually able to embrace the episodic structure. Because, mm -hmm. you know, if you look at each of the individual spokes in Dark Souls 2, where you spend the majority of the time, you know, going down, you know, to the Iron Keep and the gutter, each of those are kind of individual short stories about different parts of this kingdom, right? And, you know, where those suffer in the main game is that they kind of have to have this tangential connection, right? They are not as, you know, self-contained as they could, you know, hope to be if they were, you know, designed from the ground up to just be like, okay, you warp into them and you're going to, you know, learn something about this place contained in and of itself, mm -hmm. right? So the fact that they were able to embrace that short story structure kind of makes these feel, I don't know, more, more of a whole than anything else in the, in the, in the main game. And that's where it succeeds for me. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Like they would, like they would have preferred because that kind of grand cohesion, it's evident that that wasn't something they were super interested in mm -hmm. from the start. And it's been lobbied, lobbied as a, as a criticism against Dark Souls 2 since the get go, you know, like I missed the big interconnected world and stuff, but like that was never something they wanted to do. I feel like, right. Um, which like right, wrong or whatever, that's the the choice that they wanted to make. And I think you're absolutely right. Like this, this supports that as opposed to feels awkward, like an awkward fit with it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, totally. Uh, right. Yeah. Seven, seven out of 10. Pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. We're, we're worth checking out. Be my highest score ever. C minus. Um, uh, yeah, I, I'm pretty into it. I'm really interested in Scholar of the First Sin, obviously, because because of what we do. But like, I'm very curious to see how that will will adjust. Just like, just like, being like I'm very indifferent to Scholar of the First <laughs> yeah, Sin. Yeah, I know. Maybe I I'll can, pick it up I'll, or not. Who knows? I'll pick it up on sale. I'll download it if I have the space. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll download it if I want to clear out some of my, my MP3s. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Um, if yeah, my mom uh, doesn't need to use the computer, I'll. Yeah, yeah, if I can jump on AOL real quick. <laughs> um, yeah, what are what are we doing next time, Cole? Next time we are uh, doing the Throne of Want and kind of the wrap up end game stuff, which is a futile task because most of the conclusions we draw are either incredibly uncertain or will be invalidated in two months. So, yep. well, we're gonna give it a shot. <laughs> yep. Um, if, 
if you're listening to this and you're like, why didn't they talk about what happens when you get all the crowns? Um, we're going to talk about it then. Yeah. So just because this is a long episode already and because it does kind of play into the the finality of of the game, like it is an ending yeah. kind of thing for the game. Um, and we're not going to be joined by anybody. As per tradition, we're going to do the last uh, wrap-up episode with just the two of us. You mean uh, I'm not coming back? Yeah, sorry. Sadly, no, buddy. I mean, man, I was, I, I was hoping we wouldn't have to do this on the air. I got, <laughs> I got you guys presents. The, uh, your, your presence is our present. I was, I was about to propose. <laughs> your proposal is our proposal, Alex. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. The, no, we, 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 do, we do appreciate you joining us. And maybe uh, Bloodborne comes around if you're going to pick up a, I mean, you got you know, a PS3. How are you going to jump from PS2 to a PS4? But if you did. Madness. Yeah, if you did. I've never owned a PlayStation in my life. So how am I <laughs> yeah. going to jump from nothing to a yeah, PlayStation? A PS0 to a, to a PS4. If you end yeah, up playing Bloodborne, you know. Are you should, yeah. I mean, do you guys want to do a Crash Bandicoot podcast? <laughs> Less <laughs> than anything. <laughs> the highlights, cool borders, Jet Moto, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, incredible Crisis, Courier Crisis. Um, <laughs> crisis on Infinite Earths. Yeah, the crisis that would be the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> um, the, if if you if you uh, do end up playing Bloodborne, though, yeah, yeah, yeah I would we, love we, to. That'd be fantastic. Thank you guys I'll, very much for having me. I've really really enjoyed it. Yeah, absolutely. Where where, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at jalex. Um, you can find you can listen to my podcast. There you are. It's at thereyouarepodcast dot com. Uh, you can also, uh, you know, just give give me a call. Uh, my <laughs> phone number is zero zero three five three eight seven. Wait a second, I cannot. I never remember with the country codes. It's always very confusing. Is this for real? <laughs> yeah, that's that's the real <laughs> beginning of my phone number. Uh, yeah. I didn't so just, do the just rest figure out what the, the last seven are, and then you can. <laughs> oh no, you! It's it would be the last six because you have to drop. It's very confusing with country codes. <laughs> yeah, I've I've never understood it. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it is, it is recommended. You should uh, check out that podcast. You do that with uh, Dan Sai. Yep, I do that well. with my buddy Dan Sai, and uh, we're working on. We, like I said, we've we've kind of fallen off doing it, updating it very regularly, but we are in the process of developing a new project. So keep an eye out for that as well. Yeah, and and Dan is is awesome. So I've, I've met Dan a few times, and and he's a super cool dude. He's he was uh, my groomsman. So oh yeah, yeah, yeah very very funny dude. Um, recommended. Thank you. That's kind. Um, and if you want to uh, tell us what your kind of culminating theories are about Dark Souls 2 or uh, you have corrections on this episode you can get in touch with us at duckfeed.tv forward slash contact mm-hmm. uh, what else can they do Cole? we have a very active Facebook page it's facebook.com slash bonfireside chat give us a like there and uh, participate with the other cool fans of the show yeah and if you want to get the show a day early or if you just want to support us because you like what we do, if you go to uh, patreon.com forward slash DuckFeedTV, you can kind of support the whole network. Um, we do a bunch of other shows uh, for the network and uh, we really like doing it, but it does help us, uh, helps it not cost us money and is going to help us buy like Bloodborne mm-hmm. and stuff. Because as much as I was giving Alex shit, like I was not planning on getting a PS4. <laughs> I am going to get a PS4 for Bloodborne the same way I got a PS3 for Demon Souls, <laughs> which I more or less got for this show. So I, I, it's not like I took no enjoyment of it. You know, obviously I want to <laughs> play those games, but it is nice to have uh, some support in making these major purchases because I am a poor college student. And uh, yeah, can't really afford it on my own. So, 
So thank you, everybody who has done that. And thank you if you are considering doing that. Also, because this is the last episode of the show before Christmas and, you know, whatever holidays you're going to be celebrating, please be safe and have a good time. Yeah, absolutely. Like, we don't care how you celebrate, uh, you know, the winter, you know, but if before Winter Man comes down from his Christmas cave, make sure that you are not drinking and driving. Yeah. And stuff. I, I saw a uh, somebody. There was like a preacher in on campus mm-hmm. um, last week, and he had a sign that was about the war on Christmas that had a picture of Santa Claus and Jesus Christ arm wrestling. <laughs> yeah. And it said like the war on Christmas. Which side will you take? <laughs> like God, who do you even root for? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. Um, and like it's just six. Like, I really wanted to like stop and talk to him about it and pick it apart, but then like he was he was a campus preacher, so there's nothing I want to do less in the world. And the uh, but I just want to be like you don't take sides in arm wrestling. Like I don't. And also like this picture is this is really ambivalent. They both look really badass and like. Yeah. And, and they're know. also figures that everyone that people like. Like uh-huh. yeah, there's no bad guy there. Yeah, yeah like nobody nobody dislikes Santa. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess like if if you really hate, uh, yeah, like you know any kind of uh, 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 what is it the you know secular definition of Christmas? Maybe you don't like Santa. Yeah, if you really hate Coca Cola. Yeah, and polar bears. God, the, um, nobody hates yeah, those things. Though. Like we're just yeah, describing yeah, the best yeah. stuff. Yeah, <laughs> if you really like, hate puppies. Yeah. <laughs> Press X not to rub belly. Yes, yeah. <laughs> he's got a belly. Yes, he does. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Does he have a belly? A dot 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 B. Yes, he does. <laughs> right, let me make. I'm, I'm gonna go and make my my corgi twine game. Right does he have a belly? Is he a good boy? Called who wants pets? Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So what? Uh, uh. What should they do until next time? Uh. They should seek misery, so this world might be mended. Mbasa. 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 Thank you for participating in that stupid outro. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. (laughs) Not everybody does that. Really? Uh, Yeah, well, I mean, they they do usually because we'll kind of make them, but so some people will just kind of sit there and be quiet. There'll just be silence until they realize they're expected to do something. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I listen to this show, I know how it works. We all pray that we will have far more soon 